Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. He's close enough to some of the other studs on the slate that I think you're going to get minimal ownership in a great matchup here with Josh Allen. We haven't seen that massive big blow-up game that we had last season. I think this could be the spot where we get it against Miami. was okay in the spot a couple weeks ago. I'm expecting more production here in this matchup. But all in all, been pretty good. Multiple touchdowns on the ground or through the air in five straight games here for him. And we know the Miami Dolphins terrible through the air against quarterbacks, 30th in DVOA against the pass so far this season. So I think Josh Allen probably checking in at sub 10% ownership, in my opinion, and a great matchup. It'll be different to pay up. So you can be contrarian sometimes, paying up for a guy when other people are just gonna go up and get the Watsons, Lamar Jacksons of the world. And I'm fine with that, no doubt. But in tournaments, you wanna be different, which is what I'm looking to do. I'm going to do it with Josh Allen here against the Miami Dolphins. All right, who do we like with Josh Allen? Of course, his number one wide receiver, John Brown. So 6400 on DraftKings, good price at 5900 on Vandal. Continues to be one of the best values in all of DFS. When you get a guy like this under 6K there, I think you lock and load. So if we're talking cash games, I think he fits the bill there, no doubt. Tournaments, I think there's plenty of upside. In this last matchup against Miami, five catches, 83 yards and a touchdown so nothing to write home about but solid solid numbers there that i think we could improve on miami bottom 10 in the league against wide receivers no Xavier howard in that secondary i think buffalo needs to get a win here coming off that game in cleveland i think they do it in a big way the pairing of josh allen john brown my favorite here in week 11. all right i promised you a value running back we're going to go to atlanta with brian hill so Hill will be a popular play, no doubt. Everybody saw what he did last week and should see a workload similar to what we saw last week. Saw 20 carries in that game. Was involved in the passing game as well. Caught a touchdown. I think the biggest thing here, you got to ask yourself, would you play Devontae Freeman in this spot? If you answered yes, then you play Brian Hill. If you answered no, then you stay away. I don't expect everybody to agree with this play or any of the plays. I'm just giving you my opinion here. And to me, I'm playing Brian Hill against this team. Only the Kansas City Chiefs have allowed more fantasy production to the running back position than the Carolina Panthers. So not ideal to be an underdog on the road, but with his involvement in the passing game here, if he's gonna get anywhere close to that 20 touches, I want the volume here in this matchup. Under 5K in DraftKings, under 6K on Fanel, gonna help you get those studs in that lineup like this spot a lot for Brian Hill at the running back position. All right, let's go to the Tampa Bay-New Orleans game. Going to be popular here this week, no doubt. But one guy that could fly under the radar, tight end Jared Cook. So we're starting to get signs of life here for Jared Cook, and it's about time. You know, he came to New Orleans. Everybody was excited about him in the preseason. 
uh, top five, 10 tight end for a lot of people in season long drafts. And we just haven't gotten the production that we've expected, but starting to get there, 10 targets last week. And why is that important? Drew Brees first game back, he gets 10 targets. And I know they were playing from behind in that game. So some of it was garbage time, but did have touchdowns in the previous two games as well. So that shows me he's getting worked into the offense a little bit more. And we know Arizona terrible against tight ends. So if Kittle is playing this week, you get him in there. But guess who's the second worst team against the tight end position? That's right. The Tampa Bay Bucks have also been horrible against the pass. I know Drew Brees is going to be popular here this week. I don't mind the pairing of Brees to Jared Cook to go a little bit different here. Go off the board. I think playable in all formats against Tampa Bay here in week 11. All right, let's go to the other side of that game. Go to the wide receiver position. Is it an Evans week? Is it a Godwin week? Hell, I don't know. Nobody knows. But I'm going to go with Chris Godwin here against New Orleans. So one of those things. You never know which guy it's going to be. I don't mind rostering both guys here in this game. But Godwin did just come off a big game against the New Orleans Saints a few weeks ago. 125 yards and two scores back in week five. Highest total we have on the board, like we mentioned. So cash games, I think you want multiple pieces from this game. Now, both of these teams very good defensively against the run. So I would stick with the passing game options. If you tell me you're going Mike Evans, I'm good with it. I just think this is a week Chris Godwin can get it going here. He's coming off quite a few subpar games. I think people are going to get sick of paying that price without the production. We also have to keep an eye on the Marshawn Lattimore injury. If he's in, he's going to spend most of his time with Mike Evans. That's good for Chris Godwin. If he's out, that's going to move P.J. Williams to the outside, which kind of hurts Chris Godwin in the slot a little bit. But I think they'll do whatever they can to get Chris Godwin matched up with P.J. Williams with some of the backups there in that secondary. So a big injury regardless. Love this game. Love Chris Godwin here against the Saints. Pay the price. I think he bounces back in a big way here in week 11. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play on the week. Before you do that, guys, a couple things. First of all, I need you to subscribe to the channel. Then you'll know when the videos are coming out. We got NBA videos as well if you're an NBA DFS player. And of course, our Yahoo video comes out every Thursday. So make sure you're checking that out. Six more plays for you that I like for the week over there on Yahoo. So go check that out. Also, if you enjoy the video, guys, Click that thumbs up button. That's the tip jar here in the fantasy bar. And I greatly appreciate it. And as a thank you, we're going to continue the Beast of the Week contest. Get in the comment section. Closest guess in fantasy points to my Beast of the Week is going to win a free week of Roto Grinders Premium. Gives you access to everything we have or a free Roto Grinders t shirt. Now, who are we guessing on? Let's take a look at my favorite play for week 11. You know him as the Beast of the Week. All right, this time we're going to go back to the running back position to finish things up here. We're going to go out to Oakland with Josh Jacobs, easily my favorite play of week 11 in this week's Beast of the Week. So Jacobs has been outstanding here recently, averaging 23 opportunities. What does that mean? That means touches plus targets. So 23 opportunities per game over the last month of the season. Oakland, huge home favorites here. We know that's a very favorable spot to use our running backs. We're talking about a double-digit favor here against a team that cannot stop the run. 29th in DVOA against the run are the Cincinnati Bengals. Fifth most fantasy points allowed to the running back position. We've seen Josh Jacobs get more involved in the passing game. Five targets in that last game. Very encouraging here, but looks outstanding. I think he scores multiple touchdowns here in this game. Josh Jacobs, easily my favorite play for week 11 in this week's Beast of the Week. 
All right, guys, that wraps up for week 11 in the Fantasy Bar. Any comments, questions, feedback, guys, hit that comment section right below the video. Beast of the night points. Let's go with DraftKings here for Josh Jacobs, whoever's closest. Going to win a free week of Roto-Grinders Premium or a free Roto-Grinders T-shirt. Guys can also follow me on Twitter at BeermakersFan and make sure you get over to Roto-Grinders and check out more expanded thoughts on the slate with the DFS OGs podcast Head Chopper, Notorious and myself going game by game on the main slate, one hour covering every game, every player on the slate, anyone you're going to need in those lineups, so make sure you check that out as well. For Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer Sansalu. Best of luck, guys. Appreciate you watching. Check that Yahoo video out tomorrow, and good luck in week 11. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. Everybody, happy Sunday, happy 8 a.m. on a Sunday, but that's all right. Because for a little bit of wood, I'm Eric Cram, joined by Big T and Hoop, and it's time for the fantasy draft. They say opening drive, let's face it, guys. It ain't the opening drive, it's the morning wood. Tony, how are we doing today? 
We're doing great. Besides that bad NHL brim, like usual. I mean, I'm, I'm here for you, man. How am I supposed to go six to midnight looking at a friggin' NHL Hall backwards hat? You know why you can still go six to midnight? You know why? Because I get to watch the hoopster take his shirt you get off. To watch the hoopster here. What's right. up? Yeah, hoopster moving a little slow this morning, boys. Uh, get got dressed on the fly. You guys got to see some uh, disrobing on on the video here. So, um, you know. Hopefully get back to full strength throughout the uh, next hour. But it's a good slate, good NFL slate. Uh, typical Saturday for the boys here. You crane wearing these garbage uh, hockey hats. You get to listen to Tony talk about stacking the team with the, the lowest team total on the slate. So, uh, you know, pretty standard. Business as usual over here on the wood. Yeah, you know, Hoop, I got to say, I'm impressed. Because we were sitting here about three minutes ago, Devin and I, when we were like, so are we going to get any co-hosts? And I've, I knew Tony was going to show up. I have all the faith in the world in Big T showing up. Mm-hmm. But the hoops are still showing up. I'm impressed with you, man. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. You know, it's uh, it's been a good season. I mean, I'm, I'm hitting like, I don't know, 80, 85% in terms you of – uh, You missed two yeah, shows or two one shows, show? Two shows. Two oh, shows. That's awesome, man. You're hitting yeah. – yeah. Like, this is good. You're I'm, I'm maturing. I'm nine, maturing yeah, a little you're bit. You're maturing. That's what it is. <laughs> um. Guys, I want to let you guys know that uh, I want to thank some people. I got to thank the people rocking the Roto Grinders badge promo. So, big shout out to, like, this isn't a word. J S T E P E C H U K. Just a Kachuk. There we go. It's a hockey name. That's a hockey name. That's where I'm rocking the NHL brim. Also, Ubito2 and J Hans S J I. I feel like the D train now is just giving me names just to, you know, to make sure I'm there's no way I can pronounce them. That's just how it goes sometimes. So yeah, big thanks for rocking the Roto Grinders badge and <laughs> big thanks to you guys for joining us. Hoop, what are you laughing? Are you messing with the uh, channel? Oh no, I said it was Saturday when it's actually Sunday. So. I was gonna let it go. <laughs> I was, yeah, the chat didn't let me off the here. hook. I didn't yeah, even realize I it. I still I still didn't go. even re- I still don't even realize it did it. So it's all right. <laughs> That's all right. All right, Tony. Um Overview of the slate. What do you think of this slate? I actually like it quite a bit. I, I like it more than I did when you and I talked two days ago. Yeah, I mean, we, we have the same conversation every Sunday that by this time of the week, I think everyone loves the slate every week. Like, it's just, we look at it all week, and there's so much. Everybody has their routine, what they do all week. You're always going to like it by this time, or else you got problems. If you're confused right now, then yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was confused yesterday, and now I am no longer confused. Hoop, are you confused on this slate? Are you feeling good? No, I'm feeling good. Uh, I mean, the only thing that confuses me on this slate is uh, our uh, co-host Tony's take. So everything <laughs> yeah. else is everything else is clear as day for me. I, everything else is though, clear as day. I'd be concerned, though. I'm on a little bit of a heater the last oh, three days. Big T, big T heaters do overcome some terrible takes. So. Dude, big T heaters are crazy, man. Yeah. Like, that college crazy. football team last night was, like, one of the craziest teams I've ever had. Like, I won that tournament by, like, 50 points. What did you win? Let me, did you put on uh, – did you screenshot no, it? Oh, you can't screenshot under 10, under 10 uh, figures, uh, Crane told 10 me. figures? Whatever it is. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Anything for the billion. What's it? Yeah. <laughs> If no, you make rule, less than a billion, rule. don't the screenshot rule. You it. You either have to 20x your buy-ins or 
you have to have over six figures. I twenty x my buy-ins, but I didn't win over ten k. Yeah, twenty x also includes a ten figure. Yeah, anything. I mean, the, the nighttime no, college figure. football, like you, you, like can't. There's no action. Like I, I put in like four eighty and got back like ten grand or something. The 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 thing about screenshots, which man, they're just it's so funny to me. These touts that live off screenshots. Like, do their subscribers like ever wonder what what's going on when they're not posting these screenshots every night? You know, these guys that like every, you know, anytime they win, they're posting a screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. And you sit back and you go through the list of touts that always post screenshots. Like, man, I haven't seen a screenshot from that guy in a while. I wonder what's going on. You know, I wonder I know what happens subs- when you're not seeing screenshots from me. It is not good. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm t- like, I, what, I, yeah, I just wonder what the subscribers that are paying these people. They don't know that. They should though. Like that's what's I, crazy. I'm kind of off the screenshot life, man. Yeah, it's just well, yeah. Wait till wait till you peel one today. You'll be right back on this. I mean, screenshot dude, no, six figures. That's the rule. If, if anything, I'm doing like seventy five k today. You're not screenshotting. Nope. nope. It on the record. Yeah, it's on the record. Last last week, I won like fifty on Fanduel. I didn't screen. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, nice week. Yeah. See, uh, you didn't see me screenshot. I didn't see it. Uh-huh. See, that's good though. That's good. The I went life. I went fifty today. I'm screenshotting just so you both know. And you know how I did it, Tony? I did it a single lineup crane. That's just how I roll sometimes. Nice. Well, wait, wait, who'd you have last week? Who are you on? Uh, Derrick Henry once again. Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Henry. Big Daddy Derrick Henry getting it done. <laughs> it's so funny though. Some of the, I mean, the plays that we laugh at, they either get zero or like eighty fantasy points. Well, like, yeah, your play. <laughs> No, there's no in between your guy never you know just hits value he doesn't oh, play demarius thomas hey demarius gets it done all right let's talk about this slate let's start off with the cowboys at the lions a 46 and a half point total dallas seven point favorites on the road and tony i'm gonna kick it off with you because we've got dallas's big favorites we know what they want to do with the football and yet ezekiel Elliott's going to be unowned today are you going to be on zeke or are you just kind of letting other people play him I'm definitely not going to be on Zeke, and I, I like that other people are on him. There's so many good running back plays this week. I just haven't liked Zeke this year, to be honest. Like, I, I, he hasn't looked right to me. I, they just – I don't like their offense. I hate how they try to jam him in there when they got – last week really – I think it was last week that really tilted me where passing game was just rolling, rolling, and then they just kept wanting to feed Zeke, like right up the middle. It was so tilting. That's what happens when you pay someone $90 million. I mean, <laughs> you, you have to. You, I mean, it oh. puts their team in such a bad spot. It's, and they didn't right. pay Dak or Amari. Like, it's Man. just so bad. You see some of those Amari catches, by the way? Like, He's that is, it's, it's just impressive, just effortless. Generational. Are you playing yeah. Amari this week? He's going to be under 10%. Yeah, it'll be low on good tournament play. I'm definitely not playing Amari. Well, I mean, so okay, so hold on, Tony. You've got a team here with a nearly a four touchdown team total. You're just not playing anybody. Correct. All right. What about you? Do you like anybody on Dallas? Um, nah, not not a ton. I mean, the, I don't know. Like Zeke, honestly, just kills all momentum for this team for me. Um, Try to get it six to midnight. And it just doesn't it happen. can't happen. Yeah, it gets to like that. You know. Nine Order o'clock ball. stage, yeah. I mean, it's starting to rise, and then just shut right back down. And then you watch them run up the middle on <laughs> yeah. first and second down, and it just whoop. But you think I'm going to have some Zeke this week? I really yeah, see, the, the I think the, the argument against them is like they're not even using him in the passing game. That's like when he was at his best last season for for DFS purposes. Like he had the chance to catch six, seven balls. I don't think that possibility is there um, for him this season. 
Uh, so I don't like him. Uh, not not huge uh, on the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, you are right, though. I mean, it is – they do have a big number there, team total. Um, too high for Tony to, to recommend. I mean, does it really – okay, on? they got a 26-and-a-half instead of a 24. Oh, that, that's going to get me all over them. <laughs> what are you tilting already? It's Dallas is not the winner. Like, Dallas is definitely not the winner. Well, what about the Lions? Because I have heard talk. I've heard Everyone, talk. Everyone's like team that they love. Oh, I'm going to play Driscoll with these good receivers. Like, and that's so much better than who Tony's going to take. Driscoll sucks. Like, why? Everyone likes Driscoll is like their cheap just guy because they can get everybody with them. I I don't get the Driscoll thing. I don't get it. I, I don't it's understand. The price, I think he's just so. Well, cheap. yeah, no, of course that's the, it's the price. But like, I don't care if a guy is three k if he gets me zero. Like, wh- I don't understand. He's gonna the get zero? I mean, he's gonna get less than fifteen. Oh, not thirty-seven. Yeah, no, that was like thirty-seven. I was totally off of him. I kind of warmed up to him a little bit, I guess, for a couple reasons. I mean, first is the running back situation. Like, they have they're gonna have to pass the ball if they're playing from behind. They're going to have to pass the ball. He has decent weapons. I mean, you got Galladay, Marvin Jones, Hawkinson, Amendola. Um, Cowboys defense, I think, sucks. So I, I don't I actually don't mind him as a, a cheap. And, and I think that the best part about him, you don't have to really, you don't have to pair him up with with, with anyone. Like I think you can kind of play him naked. There's some running upside with him as well. So uh, beginning of the week, I was completely off of him. Now as a price point play, I, I think he's in play a little bit. Okay. Like, I, I love when me and Hoop agree because it makes me just it makes me feel good about life. Uh, you guys, you kids have fun with. Well, you're not, you like Driscoll? You never lose, Crane. You got to agree with Hoop. You just get rich. That's yeah. a good point. You like Driscoll though, too. I mean, I'm not like in love yeah, with him, yeah, but you guys have heard my takes. Like, if you give me a 4600 quarterback, like he's good. If he gets two touchdowns, like you're you're huge. Yeah. And he All can right, run. Like he's got running upside. Did you watch this Dallas defense last week? They have no clue how to stop a screen. Like they, they got beat with like nineteen straight screens. Why? Are, so why are, Jeff Driscoll can't throw the ball for a screen? Like the dude's just—he's bad. Like I'm playing the Dallas defense. Oh God! Well, I mean, I don't think that's. I mean, yeah, you can make the case for Dallas defense too. No, I mean, you can't. Yeah, well, I mean, you can play them. No, you can't. The Dallas, I'm so mad at Dallas after last. They they freaking suck. Oh, okay, so Tony's just upset about last week. I hate Dallas in general. Like they yeah. they piss me off every week. I really, I mean, is there any way that you could make the case that they're better off with Zeke opposed no, to Pollard? Like they'd no be a better they'd it. be a better team just rolling with Pollard and whatever other backup guy. Like what's killing this team is jamming this run that doesn't work. <laughs> They rolled those first. Got a good off from this game. We always waste yeah. too much time on the first game. Get me all off right. this game. Let's all right, well, fine. On. We will get off the Cowboys and Lions game for the Jets and the Washington. Oh, Jesus. Yes! There it is. See, now we're talking. There it is. Half point total. Yes. Washington's two and a half point favorites. Straight to Big T. Don't even. I just not got. I mean, did you hear the desk just go straight to Tony? I'm not even. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Woo! I'm gonna tune out here for a couple. All right. Woo! All right. Talk to me about Washington, Tony, because I actually don't hate Dwayne Haskins either. Oh, yeah. See, where now do I see myself, where do yeah. I see myself out? I mean, first of all, the, the key, though, not even Haskins. I, I like Haskins. But McLaurin has to be my favorite play of the day. Like, 
I just don't see how he doesn't explode. He's just – he's going to crush today, even if you don't – I mean, Haskins is somewhat of a joke. I, I do like Haskins for the same reasons I like Driscoll. He's had three tough matchups all on the road. Now he comes off a bye at home versus the worst defense ever. Everything goes together for him. But uh, the guy I really love is McLaurin, though. I, I think I'm going to have him almost every team tonight. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of McLaurin here as well. Um, just a Jets secondary that can't cover anybody. Like, they're they're really terrible. Hoop, you're just smirking. I assume He's been that... laughing at me for days about this this team. Really? Oh, just just very fitting. You know, low low team total. They got know, a low, 21 total. Like, low I... team total, low game total, and – Let's let's fire the cannons. I mean, same story, different week, and what we're 11, 11 weeks in. I mean, some things never change. But I do. Okay, one thing I do agree with. I do like I do like McLaurin. And I just right. think it's so ironic that <laughs> week one of the NFL season, Crane touts this guy, and me and Tony are laughing in his face, and literally <laughs> for the most part, didn't even I've never heard about him, and then he just explodes, and he's had a pretty good season despite you know a uh, playing on a very crappy team. But I do like him today. I mean, he he should be successful in this matchup anybody else in this game for either of you guys because i'm done after mclaurin and haskins i mean i'm kind of done i w- i have been oh, trying to talk gator but don't forget about your robbie anderson guy i, I am no longer throbby for robbie <laughs> tony is though How, no see you try to get me in these buckets with other people like i always if i play haskins and mclaurin i want to play one jets receiver but no <sighs> No. I might not. I, I really. I might not. I. I don't know. Like I don't hate Crowder, Anderson, or DT, but I don't. DT baby. That's who I know. Like DT. I'm with Hoop. I, I like DT. They like four speed. Demarius Thomas rehab man. He's done with Demarius. I'm not even playing him, which is the funny part. But it's like they feed him. He gets fed. Six for eighty four last week. Yep. He like he if eats. I was gonna play a receiver here, it would be Robbie Anderson, and I'm not gonna play a receiver here. All right, let's move on to some games that matter. The Saints at this the game's gonna That game's going to shoot out. You guys are not going to shoot out. After all you guys have made fun of me all year, I'm going to end up winning the milli off one of these little 39 totals, and it's going to be glorious. I mean, you better to get even for the year playing these teams. <laughs> I might not even be even. <laughs> all right, let's talk Saints at Bucks. 49.5 point total. The Saints, 4.5 point favorites on the road. Let's talk about this, uh, this Saints side because, Hoop, I assume that – just going to go out on a limb here and say that despite his 9.9K price tag on DK, he's cheaper everywhere else. DK, it's a little bit prohibitive, but you're still going to find a way to jam Michael Thomas in your catch. It's hard this week, man. Like, it's it comes down to him or McCaffrey, really. I don't really see a route to – I mean, you could play both, but you'd be sacrificing quite a bit. And you got a big-name uh, big, uh, big quarterback that we kind of want to fit in this week, too. Uh, so it's tough. Uh, I, I think his yeah. ownership. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already talked about him. So yeah, that, that must be it. Um, I don't know. It's tough, but I'll tell you what. Like this game is now, I think my favorite game uh, on the slate, and I, I don't think ownership will be super high either on it. Uh, Lattimore being ruled out, I, I think, it, is a lot bigger than than people think. I mean, it's going to force. Uh, the defensive matchups on, on Godwin and Evans. I mean, it's going to be a lot easier for those guys to eat. We already know the Bucks are a big time pass funnel. So you got Breeze, you got Thomas, you can go to Kamara. You know, you have to imagine Latavius Murray will kind of be phased out of this game a little bit because of the matchup. Uh, it's an easy game to stack. I mean, you know, the guys that you want here, 
Uh, Jared Cook, I think, is in play. O.J. Howard, is, as much as it pains me to say, is in play. <laughs> uh, but it's just a great, a great game. I, I think it shoots out and, you know, you know the pieces you want here. Yeah, you know, the Bucks, the Bucks games seem to shoot out every single week. And you, you can play any of these guys, honestly. One of my chief receivers that I like this week is Traquan. And um, I don't think anybody's going to be playing him. So over 90% of the snaps last week, everybody's on Michael Thomas. Nobody's going to be playing Traquan. I do not hate playing him. And you mentioned Jared Cook. I think he's fine as well that I've heard him. I've heard a lot of people talking about Jared Cook. Every, like he's everybody's sneaky play that nobody said. Everybody says, oh, nobody's talking about this guy, even though everybody's saying that exact thing. Um, but yeah, I don't like, I don't hate any of these guys. Tony, what do you think about this spot? Yeah, I like it. And I like Breeze with the bounce back spot. It's just such an easy stack to go. Thomas Traquan, Thomas Cook, even Thomas Kamara. Like, I don't think anyone's going to play Kamara. Tampa Bay shuts down the run, but that doesn't mean they can, he can get out in that passing game too. No one's going to play Kamara. Like they just, no one's going to play him. He, he can't be out. There's just so many good running back plays this week. Uh, yeah, like there's so many good running back plays, which is one of the reasons I think – I don't know. Like I, I just think this this spot's going to be too low owned, and it's a good spot. You can run it back easily with these receivers from Tampa. It's just a perfect little game stack. I love Traquan, though. I, I, Traquan's another one of my favorites this week. Yeah, I'm a big Traquan fan. Um, Jameis and Breeze. Who you like either of these quarterbacks or both of them? Both. Both, I think, are very, very strong plays. I like the Breeze bounce back spot. I mean, I, I like Jameis, obviously, a little bit more with Lattimore out. I think this game is a, a chance to to shoot out in a big way. I mean, Sean Payton's a smart coach. He knows he's going to have to pass the football here. And um, I think that's what happens. And like I said, the, the Saints defense is weakened a little bit. And they have two two wide receivers with, you know, that have the potential to put up some big points in, in Godwin and Evans. So uh, it's a really good game all around. Definitely a good game. Pick one, Godwin or Evans or flip a coin? Oh, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I say flip a coin. But, you know, you get those touts out there that claim that they've they've hit the right guy every single week. I mean, the shit just drives me nuts that these people talk about. It's I like, do think Evans is better, though. Yeah, I mean, sure. Pick, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can definitely pick one. You can well, make Godwin could just as easily outscore him. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're both just studs. Yeah. <laughs> all right yeah i know I mean, there's people yeah if, if, if you're really wondering find the people with the uh, magic recipe that claim to, to get it right I, every single i week. think one way you can do it though is like evans is for sure going to be higher owned so just play godwin like he's going to be half the ownership of evans he has to be because evans is crushed like four straight weeks i mean he, here's how i make sure i get it right every week all right i've got the formula do you guys want me to tell you uh, yes. yes please half your teams with one Half your teams with the other. You always get it right, baby. Yeah. Unless neither Until Jameis has his four pick week and then none of them are right. <laughs> they still get there. They're still gonna just throw it a million times. Every freaking week, except last week when it, of course it was OJ. They are in shootouts every week. Like their team is built for shootouts. Yep. Yeah, All right, Broncos at Minnesota, forty and a half point total. The Vikings ten and a half point favorites and uh Tony, we talked about all these great running back plays. I know you're not playing Zeke. Dalvin Cook in that same price range. What do we think about Dalvin this week? Because this, this game, man, we talk about games that we like to write off. Outside of Dalvin, I have no interest in this game. Yeah, Dalvin's kind of in that Zeke bucket for me where he's so close to McCaffrey that I don't know if I'm going to play him. I do like him better than a lot better than Zeke, though. So I'm not going to completely rule him out, but I'd still rather play McCaffrey. 
obviously. And I don't know. I respect him. <laughs> this Fangio, I respect his defense a little bit. Like, he he can slow down Dalvin a little bit. And Dalvin's going to be high-owned, too. I think a lot of people are going to end up on Dalvin. And I'll be interested to hear what Hoop says because I have a feeling he might be on McCaffrey and Dalvin in cash the way if he's not playing Thomas. So, what do you think, Hoop? Yeah, it's uh... – it's it, it's a tough tough decision. I mean, because because Delvin Cook's been phenomenal this year. Obviously, I mean he's been he's been great. But it's like as great as he's been, like Christian McCaffrey's still been in his own tier. You know, you you look at the numbers that McCaffrey or that Cook's putting up. You're like, all right, this guy's having a you know an amazing you know season here, putting up these massive numbers. But then Christian McCaffrey is still up here in my head. Like I think he's a step above, and. uh He's a guy that I'm, you know, I'll I'll continue to prioritize McCaffrey over Cook. Yeah, like Tony said, it is possible to play both. Um, you got you got a lot of cheap guys now. Uh, you know, we have a new cheap running back that we can consider. Um, you know, we got Hill, and then then another guy that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but the play you can you can definitely still play these guys. You will sacrifice a lot in your lineups, but. Uh, Man, they've they've both been good, but like I said, to me, I, I'm still going to continue to try to get up to McCaffrey over over Cook. Yeah, and like you mentioned, Dalvin being popular, I'm actually pretty surprised, Tony. Like I don't know about you, but I went into this thing week thinking everybody's going to play Thomas, everybody's going to be playing um, McCaffrey, and nobody's going to be able to afford Dalvin Cook. Are you surprised that he's going to be this popular? I think the contrarian build is going to be the build that. I've fallen in love with playing McCaffrey and Thomas still, the two best guys. Yeah, I don't think, I think anyone's going to so, play them so again. Smart. I don't think so either, and I think that's really, really smart to do. And they're clearly the best player at each position, like mm-hmm. in the best possible spot. Like McCaffrey's in the best possible spot. Yeah. Thomas is in the best possible spot. I love that And move. no one's going to play them together. I mean, it is hard to get them in there. Like you really have to – that's why you need a cheap quarterback. So you got to find a cheap quarterback. I, I, Yeah, I mean, Dalvin's fine, but – I don't know. Tony's. I can't play him with McCaffrey, and I need to play McCaffrey against Atlanta. Tony shipping this week. Big T shipping. Big, big T ship season. You're going to get that Jeff Driscoll jersey. Get ready. <laughs> I don't think, I don't McCaffrey think it's going to be with Driscoll. <laughs> Anybody else in this game for you guys? Uh, big Irv. I don't mind Big Irv. As oh, a I forgot about Big Irv. No, I'm definitely on Big Irv. They're going to line him out wide <laughs> a little bit this week with um, – Without Adam Thielen there, he's really cheap. He fills the tight end position. I'm fine with Big Irv. Yeah, I don't think Irv. you said Big Irv with enough oomph though. Yeah, I wasn't overly excited. It was a it was a medium sized Big Irv. <laughs> and it, and it's, his name's just Irv. Like I it's mean, not he's Big still Irv. Big Irv. Yeah, mean, and I don't, you're not excited about him. He's medium Irv. <laughs> oh man. All right, Hoop, I know you're not playing anybody else in this game. So. No, no, sir. Yeah, so we can just move on. Uh, let's go Texans at the Ravens. 51.5 point total, Baltimore, five-point favorites at home. And you guys were talking about your favorite game being the Saints and Bucks game. This is actually my favorite game of the week. And I'm sort of stunned that everybody is sitting around saying, okay, we got to you know, pay up for two guys. We got to pay down a quarterback. I think the contrarian build this week is going to be – finding a way to get like a guy like Lamar Jackson, one of the only running quarterbacks that can break this slate in football. I don't think he's going to be popular. And this is the highest total on the slate. And I feel like not a lot of people are going here, Hoop. Um, you don't think he's going to be popular, huh? No, he's going to be popular. Lamar? 
Yeah. Hey, everyone, so. all well, I mean, okay. Hoop are going to play Lamar. Let me say, uh, on FanDuel, he'll be much more popular yes. than he is on DraftKings. I guess yes. if that that we always over talk about quarterback, anyways, they all end up ten to twenty yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah, but I think massive. I think huge ownership for him on on FanDuel on DraftKings. I think people will probably go a little cheaper. Um, but I agree with you. Like, I think just getting to him, regardless, I don't even care about ownership. Like, he is in. He like we talked about Christian McCaffrey. For me, at, at quarterback, he's clearly in a tier of his own. Like, he's he's way up there above the number two, three, four. Five, you know, whatever. I mean, he, he's way up there. And you look at what he's done this season. He's actually ran ran pretty bad in, in terms of some of these blowouts. Like he's he's missing the fourth quarter. I know on at least you know two games, maybe three games, where he didn't have to play at all in the fourth quarter and still you know had his thirty five fantasy points. Uh, I think Houston's good enough to to keep this game relatively competitive. I mean, and all you need is to stay within two touchdowns, really, for for Watt, or for uh, Lamar to get the entire workload which I think is the case in this game. Um, you know, the Texans have a competent offense, so I think they can move the ball. Um, they have guys with some big play upside. And, you know, I, I was wish hoping that Fuller was in, make this game even more exciting. But, you know, he's out, but still still a really solid game. Lamar Jackson, just absolutely phenomenal, like I said. And, uh, you know, the tough part for me, I'll be curious to see what, what your take is, you know, who to who to pair these guys up with because there's uh, there's a lot of risk. The floor is on basically all these guys that are, are pretty low. Even Hopkins, you know, a guy that we thought would have a steady, you know, probably the, the top wide receiver, you know, one or two uh, with, with uh, Adams coming into the season. Been relatively disappointing overall. Yeah, you know, I look at who to pair him with as far as Lamar Jackson. Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. I don't. I have no interest in anybody else. Those are the only two guys that I want with my Lamar teams. On the Houston side, I mean, we talk about Deshaun Watson, another guy that's not going to be popular. If it's not Lamar for me, I actually think Watson is really interesting. The problem with him is that you've kind of got to pair him with DeAndre Hopkins, which is a really expensive pairing, and I'm running into issues there. Tony, what do you think about this Baltimore side, this Houston side? What do you think about this game? Yeah, I, I like Lamar, obviously, but I don't know. I struggle more with, like, I want to pair my guys with somebody. And I don't – I mean, the Marquise is kind of ex- expensive. On FanDuel, it's a little – FanDuel, everything's a little easier. Like, everything's open on FanDuel. But, like, DK – His fantasy draft His fantasy draft price is really cheap, too. Yeah, like, where he's cheap, I, I'm, I like this game way more when they're cheap. Like, on DK, though, I just struggle paying up for Lamar and, like, up for Andrews or Marquise. I don't want to play naked Lamar. I don't know. Like, I just – it's a tough game for tournaments. It's a lot easier for cash where you can just play Lamar and not really worry about your full, full upside. Like, I don't know. I just want to stack in, in tournaments, and I don't think it's a good stack game. Tony, so he's on Stack Island, man. Like, not Island. I, everybody. I am on Stack Island for sure. I'll admit it. Like, yeah, I it's think just it's a really crowded teams. island. I'll be it's fine. Like, like, it's because it's it's just a much better way to go. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Uh, Hoop, any interest in this Houston side for you? We didn't really talk about Deshaun Watson, and I mean, we talk about he's the guy that's going to be have a quarter of the ownership of Lamar yeah. Jackson in the same you know game environment. Any interest in Deshaun for you? Yes, like I mean, I, I think I do have some interest. Like I, I think what Lamar's doing on the other side will impact what Watson does. I mean, I think Watson's going to try to run the ball a little bit more in this game. I do too. try to keep up with Lamar, um, but the problem is I just don't see him getting close to Lamar. So like, if I'm going up, 
in, in you know this price range. I mean, there is somewhat of a discrepancy, I guess, in the in the prices. Um, I'd prefer just to get to Jackson, like find a way to get all the way up to Jackson. Um, but you know, there's there's obviously a percent, you know, a certain percent chance. I don't know what it is that you know uh, Watson beats Lamar Jackson. So um, you know, in terms of when you're stacking this game, maybe like. I'd probably do like a 80, 20 in favor of, you know, 80% Lamar Jackson, maybe 20% um, Deshaun Watson. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. I'm sort of right at that, like, like two to one range. So yeah. we're, you know, we're not really that close, but still. I like, forgot about one guy I liked actually. If I was playing oh, no. my boy, my boy Duke, I like my boy Duke this week at, at 4k. I think they're, they're going to shut down Hopkins and throw a bunch of dump offs. I could see him catching this is my Duke spot I fell in love with. A bunch you of are dump not offs. using a running back spot on Duke Johnson. Oh, I'm playing Duke today, baby. You're not playing Duke. Oof, 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 oof. You guys all oh, Crane just thinks this game's gonna shoot. Where's the points gonna come from, Crane? It's gonna shoot out. Lamar Marquise. We're just gonna Andrews. run for it all? Hopkins, What's that team? What Watson. about Houston? I mean, Kenny Stills? Stills, yeah. Oh, that's Kenny a good name. Stills, okay. Kenny Stills like, is good. I like Stills. Off. You don't like Stills? Have I ever, has Stills ever done anything in his life? Yes, yes. <laughs> he had this game in high school. You've got to check out. And oh, I wanted to throw in, too, if I played Lamar on DK, you're going to really puke at this one. But these these cheap-ass these cheap tight ends like Hurst and Boyle, I mean, these guys are free. I don't mind throwing one of those just token tight ends in with Lamar. Free is a lot to pay for a zero. All right. I mean, just no look. one's going to score, but it's the shootout game, except Kenny Stills. I gave I mean. you like five guys. I literally gave you five guys. Ooh, on both teams? I gave you Stills, Hopkins, Brown, Andrews, Lamar, Watson. That's six people. Okay. That's six. Enjoy. Uh, uh, Enjoy right. paying 6.1 for the same routes that I'm getting for 2 6. For t- You're going to play. They don't get the red zone targets, man. He just literally caught a touchdown last week. They don't get – not like Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews did too. And he's 6-1. Okay. All right. You, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just going to take the favorite target. Don't you remember last week, Tony, didn't you learn anything when when I told you guys that, you know, the salaries really don't matter? I mean, once lineup's locked, salaries don't matter. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the best. Remember that? You just got to yeah. score the most points. Yeah, you just got to, you know, once salary's <laughs> locked, it doesn't matter what, what once lineup's locked, it doesn't matter oh. what someone's salary is. You just need <laughs> to score touchdowns and get a lot of yards. So, I mean, to talk about sal- salaries don't matter in DFS. You know, oh, defenses don't matter, running backs don't matter, <laughs> salaries don't matter. goes, I just made a really good point. <laughs> Did too. Salaries don't matter. You just got to get the touchdowns in the in the yards. You know, once lineups lock, as long you as you just got to get the most points. Yeah, as long as <laughs> as long as you're under the salary cap, you know, that's all that matters. You just got to get the most fantasy points once once the contest start. All right, Buffalo at Miami, <laughs> another big T special, forty and a half point total. Buffalo six and a half point favorites on the road. And uh, Tony, do you like anybody here? I just the same combo I say every week where Allen to Brown, like I think you can play Allen to Brown versus Miami for sure. I don't see anything else I can play. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm supposed to like Singletary in this spot, but I just don't. Who do you like anything here? Uh, no, I'm with Tony. It's the same, same thing. It's like Allen, Allen to Brown, Allen naked. Um, 
Cole people Beasley. Yeah, and you almost have to, have to mention Beasley again. every week. Why? Uh, red zone, big red zone target. I mean, he's he's getting a lot of looks in the red zone. If you play Allen, you almost have to play Brown, right? Like, you have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think you can play like you can play Allen by himself. Brown's actually been like. I'm surprised you don't like him. He's been super consistent. I like Brown. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, I, I think I think he's a strong play this week. You know who I don't like? Cole Beasley. Uh, Tony, we haven't talked to any Miami receivers yet, and it's a that's because my boy died. What do you mean he's dead? My guy. You see, they signed Alan Hearns to an extension. Yeah, they signed him for like two years, eight million bucks for Alan Hearns. Like bad teams stay bad. You're passing on the Dolphins this week, Tony. My guy is dead. I haven't liked him. Oh god, you got other ones. Come on, I don't like the other ones. You got the other ones in there now. More, uh, more market share for the other guys. No, I only like Preston. The yeah, of course. Over. I mean, you've talked about stacking the Dolphins all season long, and one guy gets hurt. I forgot hurt. I didn't mention barely Preston. Mentioned. Who you barely mentioned. Now you're all of a sudden I barely, We're back to I barely mentioned him. I've <laughs> talked about him every week. You did talk about Preston Williams. Thank you, Crane. Yeah, I, I never heard, heard it. I didn't hear it. That's because you were too busy laughing about it. <laughs> too busy. Me and Crane are too busy telling our jokes, the same jokes we've used for 11 straight weeks. <laughs> it's a great joke, though. It is, yeah. It's, it's like can't die. What's your guys' other one? You guys got the other one you always say that I make fun of, too. You guys got two jokes every week. I don't Tony, uh, Tony stacking the Dolphins every week is, is kind of similar to, like, Hyde versus Forte in season long. I mean, yeah, so, oh, so, those things are yeah, – You guys are going to be saying it, like, six years from now. Oh, you're going to be doing this show, and yeah. you're still going to be just using the same joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you dolphin stack? I like it. <laughs> like, like, they're still going to be terrible, too, in six years. Like. <laughs> well, I'll be gray. Hoop's going to be really just – he's going to stop caring at all. He's going to start stripping full. We'll go on air. He's not going to be able to jump in the pool anymore. No, can, no more cannonballs. No, be banned from the local no, pools. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Hoop. You must wear clothes. I don't care if you're on air, which is also weird. You must put your clothes on. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've just got to say, like, Devin Singletary. Hoop, why aren't we playing Singletary? Because I just have, like, a myth. I don't hate him, for the record. Like, I don't I, hate him either, man. I feel like I'm supposed to like him. I think it's more of like uh, an annoyance thing. Like people are just annoyed watching Frank Gore get like all these reps. So like they refuse to play Singletary because that's part of the reason I don't play Singletary because I can already envision what happens. You know, they march the ball down the field. Singletary does a lot of the work. They get to like the 10 yard line and you can just see Frank Gore coming in from the sidelines and you're like, why the hell did I play Singletary? Yeah, it just is going to happen. It just feels weird that there's a starting running back against the Miami Dolphins and nobody has any interest. Like, yeah. to me, that feels weird to me. I, I think he's definitely in play for me. Like, in, in my 150, I'm definitely going to have some Singletary. Because uh, he, he does have upside. Like, if they get a lead and he breaks a few, like, there's an outcome where he's in the winner for sure. I agree. I, I don't know. Maybe I need yeah. to throw him in. It's tough just, to play. Like, if you're a single-entry crane, though, it's real hard. No, you, you know, he is not a single-entry crane yeah. player. Well, he, he could win it. Like, he's the type of play that's super high risk, high reward. Yep, I agree. All right, Jacksonville at Indianapolis, 43.5 point total. The Colts, two and a half point favorites. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is back. T.Y. Hilton is not. Hoop, this Colts team, 
Boy, they boned us last week, man. Like <laughs> you yeah. used the word boned. I love it. <laughs> That's beautiful. I like that. Yeah, that's that my good. favorite new crane word, bone. Yeah, that is a good good <laughs> use like, of uh, word bone there for sure. <laughs> that was good stuff right there. I like that. Like they just did nothing, man. Hoover, are we going back to the Indianapolis Colts? Well, it's just a tough team for. They uh, lost to the Dolphins last week. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a tough team for DFS. I mean, honestly, um, Ebron. Yeah, Ebron. I think is in play. Cheap, cheap tight end. Um, kind of had the. I mean, was it a squeaky wheel type thing? I know, like he had complained was, about. Yeah. yeah, they claimed it wasn't, but really it was. And you know, he gets like twelve targets. Um, I, I yeah, he's in play. He's cheap. You know, I uh, you know red zone targets. He gets all that stuff. So I think yeah, he's like probably the only guy in the Colts. And then on the uh, Jaguar side, it's uh, just Lenny, Leonard Fournette. I mean, it's, uh, it's been phenomenal, you know, the, the workload. Uh, and the, the matchup isn't the greatest, but I'll, I'll take that workload. And then, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it'll be super owned either. I mean, now we have a few cheap uh, running backs and some expensive ones, and he kind of falls in the middle. So his ownership should be low, uh, easily a, a candidate to get uh, three touchdowns. Yeah, you know, Leonard Fournette seems like the forgotten guy this week. Yeah, and, I think so. Yeah, with Nick Foles coming back, I think people are afraid they're going to pass a little bit more than they probably will. I also don't hate D.D. Westbrook here. You know, we one of the reasons everybody was all about D.D. Westbrook before the season was because Nick Foles loves to throw the slot guy. D.D. Westbrook now gets a quarterback that enjoys doing that. Um, I don't hate D.D. here. Leonard's really interesting in tournaments. I've heard some people talking about Marlon Mack. I'm not sure I can do that. Tony, what do we think about this spot? Yeah, th- this game is weird how much I like a few of the – this is like my filler game, like not my stat game. This is my game where if I need one guy, I kind of like some of these guys, like D.D., Chark even, Lenny, Uncle Lenny on a team that's just unowned. I think even – oh, God, this this is great because Crane always does this. You, you don't even know who I'm talking about. He always talks about the guy. We laugh at him, make fun of him, he gets zero. And then like a month later I play him and he wins me all the money. Josh Oliver at 2,500, baby. My punt tight end after I didn't even know who he was a month ago. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when I got excited about Josh Oliver. Yeah, and he didn't even get a target. Is there any this excitement week. left? Any excitement, Crane, or no? Please say you don't like him today. He's hurt me. <laughs> he's, he's in that bucket, though. Like, I need a cheap tight end. He's 2,500, and I kind of like the spot. Again, it's probably not like a single-entry play, but – I think you can throw him in there. I want cheap tight ends, and he's 2,500. I just don't know if you need him. You got Goddard. You got Big Irv. I love Goddard. Oh, I like Yeah, I, I know you love Goddard. That's like – that's just – that's your thing. Um, yeah, I don't hate Didi or Uncle Lenny. Who, who's the guy – what's this dude on Twitter, this Ian dude that hits the call every week with the helicopter? Yeah, he's, yeah the helicopter. He, he, he really Marlon messed with my head throwing out Marlon. Have I you know, seen like, I saw that last night. No. I'm like – Laying in bed at one in the morning, I can't sleep, and I see a <laughs> helicopter, and I'm oh, like, "Oh, Marlon! Why Mack. did he have to go to Marlon Mack?" Yeah, I know. And then it was funny, like Scott Barrett replied with uh, the helicopter crashing into the. Everyone water. did. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> every tweet was just coming down. You haven't seen this hoop? Mm-mm. This dude, he's hit a call like every week, 100 yards, two touchdowns, and everyone like follows it now. And this week, Marlon Mack's guy to do what? 102. Oh. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I just – He calls it his helicopter play or whatever yeah. he calls it. It's hilarious, though. It is funny. The little dude's like, 
Yeah. And he's just – he's hit some good ones too. So, I I mean, I have to – out of respect, I got to give at least Mar- a little Marlon Mack in there. Yeah, I, I understand. He was – it was Derrick Henry a couple weeks ago. I bet you all laughed at him then too. <laughs> I wasn't laughing. All right, let's talk Atlanta at Carolina. Everybody's favorite game. It's a 49.5-point total. Carolina, four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Um, Guys, every week we're going to say play Chris McCaffrey. Nothing to get cute here. Everybody likes McCaffrey. That's fine. We're going to play him. But I want to talk about these other pieces because Kyle Allen's going to see more ownership than Kyle Allen should ever see. DJ Moore is going to be incredibly popular. I think Curtis Samuel, we've got him projected at 10% right now. Greg Olson's right around 20%. Everybody likes these Panthers and hoop. They can't all get there. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how this works. Talk to me about this Panthers offense, who you like, who you don't like, because I, I'm struggling to see a world where like even three of these guys get there with McCaffrey taking up so much usage. Well, I mean, the main issue is the, uh, the pricing, like, I, I don't know, like what the sites were thinking with, with the Panthers, like all the guys are like super, super cheap and they're priced like they're playing the 49ers, you know, and, and they're playing the, the Falcons. Um, that's the problem. I mean, outside of McCaffrey, every single guy that you want is under 6k, including the quarterback. So it's like, it's tough. I mean, yeah, Kyle Allen, not a great quarterback, but I mean, I think any quarterback that's pretty darn close to the minimum going up against the Falcons, um, to me is in play. And then, you know, DJ Moore has been like incredibly consistent basically all season long. Um, huge prop today, which I just saw like 70 over 70 yards and he's under 6k Curtis Samuels, Samuel, you know, 5.3k on, on DraftKings and just cheap. Greg Olson's looked pretty good lately. He's, you know, super, super cheap. So it's all, it's all, you know, price point plays all too cheap. But yeah, like you said, though, they're all not going to get there. Like <laughs> one of these guys is going to probably disappoint, at least one of them will, will disappoint. Maybe two. You never know. I mean, McCaffrey could obviously get it all done on his own. So it's tough. They're going to be the most popular team by far. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I don't know what you do. With yeah. it. It's tough to fade, though, I think. Speaking of props, like I, I'm just going to go back really quick. Big th- th- shout out to DB who told us this this morning. Did you see what Michael Thomas's prop was? I mean, probably I'm massive. sure it's like eight and a hundred or something. 105 yards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he he averages like thirty points. Like it's tough not to give him. I, I would take the over. Like I, any, they can't set it high enough with Michael Thomas. He, he's always going to get somewhere around ten catches and somewhere over a hundred yards. And then it's just a matter of if he scores once or twice. Yeah. Okay. So back to the Panthers in um in tournaments, Tony. I'm finding myself. I just can't bring myself to play Kyle Allen. Like I I can't bring myself to do it with Saras, the Olsons, the Samuels, the Moors of the world, they're all fine, but I'm not going to play more than one of them because McCaffrey's getting a ton of usage. What are you doing with the Panthers in tournaments, Tony? Yeah, I think you kind of just said it. I think that's a good rule to set when you're doing your 150. Like, go two Panthers. I almost think you can set it to two Panthers, too, even. Like, yeah. definitely one to two. But these guys are all too cheap, like Hoop said, where I don't want to play them because they're chalk, but, man, they're so cheap against Atlanta. And Atlanta's D, they rose up last week, but they're, they're going to be back to bad. I'm not, I'm not convinced at all that they changed something. These guys are just so cheap that I love the rule, too, because like, I'm playing McCaffrey, yeah. and then I maybe one pass catcher with them. Don't, don't play two pass catchers, unless you fade McCaffrey. 
if you fade McCaffrey, then maybe you play two. But but you can only play two. two. You can only play two if you have Kyle Allen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're ever playing two pass catchers without Kyle Allen, then you need to just you need to move on to other things. So <laughs> move on to other <laughs> I things. Mean, you can play two pass catchers seriously without a move quarterback. Move on to other things. I like that. <laughs> I'm like serious too. Like, if you play two pass catchers <laughs> without a quarterback, you need to take two weeks off then quit. Yeah, go 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 do some axe throwing or something. Like, it ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna be winning money in fantasy. I, I like that rule though with two. Like, set t- two Panthers in tournament cash. I think. I mean, how many can you play in cash? Who three? I have four? seen lineups that oh, have you can, four. I mean, yeah, I'm the wrong person to. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but like, there's this good spot and guys are too cheap. Like, I'll. I'll load them all up in, yeah. in cash games. I know a lot of people will say, oh, you know, I only want to play two guys from one. I think that's uh, stupid. Come on, get that nerdy voice going a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. You, you only want I mean. to play three guys from the yeah. same team. Yeah, like that. Like that's The math I'm says doing. that, uh, you know, the optimal lineup will only have two pass catchers <laughs> and one running back from the same team. And you nope, can't nope. win if you play more. No more than 2.3 players from the uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, you can't have more than 2.37 players from the Panthers today. <laughs> All right. Well, another guy that everybody's going to have this week is Brian Hill, starting running back for the Atlanta Falcons. And, Tony, you and I talk about this a lot. Where... Move on to other things. That was a great statement, Tony. I like that. We're just hitting them. Crane, I got I to gotta get a signature statement. Crane uses boned. Tony tells people <laughs> to move on to other things. I got I to gotta get something. I got to yeah, 15 minutes to get something. Who's, who's got it? He's who's just sitting there like, that was a really good point. <laughs> who's got to say something? He goes, wow, that was an amazing thing for me to say. That, that was a great that was a great signature move right there. Yeah, yeah, mine um, kind of, yeah I'm, I'm last week. Like I, I started it last week, and you guys rolled into it this week. <laughs> so let's talk inside. Tony, when you and I talk about guys like Brian Hill, where it's a great spot, He's going to get all the carries. He's too cheap. Tony, what do we do? It's hard. Running back is seriously hard this week because I'm for sure – I'm playing McCaffrey, so that only leaves me two spots. Fantasy draft, you can play three more, but two spots. It's hard, man. Like, I think Hill's a great play. There's so many good running back plays. you got to narrow it down somehow. I think it's just going to be like how heavy Carolina – if i got a bunch of Carolina in my team, I'm for sure going to play Hill. I love Hill. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Hill. I think he's a great play. But like, if I kind of fade this game a little bit, maybe I, I fade him a little bit. Just I'm just going to let my teams dictate how much Hill I have. See, I think you just play him. Like it's, we can't it's play – every. who are we fading then, though? I don't, hey, fantasy draft, you can play four of these dudes. This is a great fantasy draft. How are you ranking your running backs, though? I mean, McCaffrey. Gap. Is McCaffrey a lock to you though? Like, are you playing him every I'm, team? I'm probably gonna play him probably like 70 percent. Like, especially on FanDuel. Like, that's I feel like over there. Like, it's just the price. It's so different between all the sites this week. Like, fantasy draft, they have some cheap pricing. You can play all these running backs easily. FanDuel's easy too. Right. Like, FanDuel's FanDuel super easy. FanDuel is really easy to get these guys in. So, you know, when I'm looking at where I'm building my lineups, how I'm building my lineups, it really depends on the site, but. To me, Brian Hill, who is he making your cash bill? Because he's really tough for me to fade. Yeah, I think he's a great play this week. Um, the matchup's really good. I mean, that's the one thing people really aren't talking about. They're talking about the workload, um, you know, him getting all the work. Yeah, that's good and dandy. Like, we've seen backup running backs come in and get all the work, and they, you know, they still stink. Like, to me, it's the matchup that puts it over the edge. Like, this is a great matchup. The Panthers have been terrible against the run. He's going to get all the work here. Um, really like him. I think he's a very, very tough fade. Um 
and it just opens up so much. You know, he's priced where you know you can get McCaffrey, you can you can potentially get Thomas in there. Um, so I yeah, I love him. Very tough fade for me today. What about the passing game? Because I think everybody's sort of ignoring Julio. Yeah, I know that Ridley's going to get some ownership on some sites where he's a little bit cheaper. But this passing game to me, Tony, this is the spot that goes overlooked with everybody on Brian Hill. Yeah, and it's great. Like, you made fun of me about my stacking, but if you're playing these Carolina guys, like, it's so hard not to run it back with one or two. It's impossible not to run it back with one or two Atlanta guys. It's just literally the perfect stack game, but it's also going to be super chalky. Like, everyone's going to have the same idea. It's just you got to weigh it. Like, I think they're all great plays, though. Julio is a great play every week, even better this week where you got the Carolina guys. I can't really talk down on anyone in this game. Like they're all really good plays. Yeah, are we? Are I think the nice thing is there's so many of them. Yeah, that you can spread it out. Like I mean, you. Uh, I think like DJ Moore is going to be, you know, the most popular pass catcher. You know, in this in this game. So you know, play Curtis Samuel. Like he has a lot of touchdown upside. Like he he's he has big play upside. You know, Dude, go to in tournaments. Uh, you've got to like just flip. The yeah. uh, like if you, if you see Samuel at ten percent and DJ Moore at thirty percent, just flip them with your ownerships. No, I think that's a good. I think that's a good call. It's a really good call. One thing too, just to just as a tournament point, this totals dropped like crazy, and it's going to be chalky. Like it was fifty four early in the week. It's forty eight and a half now. That's a massive drop on a on a chalk, the chalkiest game of the slate. Yeah, it's funny what happens when Kyle Allen and Bad Matt Ryan match up. Maybe it's not going <laughs> to in be Atlanta. Good. Like we've seen Atlanta lay huge stinkers before. Yeah. I, I don't hate making a team with just crossing this game off. Pretend it doesn't exist and just it's a tournament team, so you can get a little crazy in there and just and maybe you get just a stinker and all this chalk goes down in flames. Christian McCaffrey's not going down. I, I'm just saying it's a tournament build where you just – obviously, if you're playing one guy, then it can be McCaffrey. But just think if this game is a total sting. I mean, this game, that's a, that's a massive line drop on a chalk game. You know what game's not dropping? The Baltimore game? game. The Baltimore game. That game's well, I'll give that. That's for sure. Like, as far as line moves, all the chalk on Carolina, huge line move down. Not Not that many people on the Baltimore game, 49 up to 52. I agree there. If you're just looking at the lines, that's a much that's a great tournament game. Woo! All right. Arizona at San Francisco. I give you a woo. <laughs> Arizona at San Francisco, 44 and a half point total. San Francisco, 10 and a half point favorites at home. Manny Sanders, it sounds like he's going to play, which just crushes the uh, hopes and dreams of the Debo Samuel crowd. Hoop, I see you shaking your head. Yes. Are you one of those people? with your hopes and dreams. Yeah, I was I was looking forward to playing the Samuel guy. I think he's still, I mean, probably in play. Um, but, you know, not the play that he would have been if Sanders was out. Uh, you know, that's a man, tough tough game here to, to kind of analyze. Like, I know a lot of people are excited to play Coleman. Like, I have zero interest in playing Coleman. Like, we've seen this so many times. Like, there's no way they're giving any running back, like, all the work. Um they got Moser. He's going to play a ton. Uh, is this Jeff Wilson guy back on the team, or has he been on the team? He's, on, he's been on. The team. Yeah, yeah, so he'll get work. Like he gets the goal line carries too, which makes yeah. It even I think more. Coleman's a, with all these great running backs, like at the top, some good value. I think Coleman's a terrible play. I mean, Tony, you and I talked about it on Friday. I know who you're going to say that you like because I gave you the damn play, and I'm going to take credit for it when he scores two touchdowns today. 
I don't even know who you're talking about. You're, you're our boy Mostair. Oh, yeah. I, I like Mostair for sure. He's 3,400 on DK. I just, man, the running back, it's hard to use a spot on him. Running back is so good this week. <laughs> uh, and the funny thing is, like, if it was a normal slate, like, I could make a case for Coleman. You could even make a random team where you play Coleman and Monster and just hope they just pound the running game. But it's hard this week. There's too many good running back plays. I don't think it's the right slate. I don't know. I'm kind of off Moster now, the Moster man. See, I'm off Debo. Like, I was I was going to fade Debo anyways because, like, this team, all they want to do is run the football. They're going to be pounding Arizona. Like, do we really think they're going to let them air it out? I don't think so. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It depends on how you think the game goes, too. Like, if you think San Fran just pounds them, like, I don't think you can play Debo. But if you think Arizona scores, then Debo's definitely still in play. Well, if Arizona scores, who's it going to be? And don't say David Johnson because that dude is running like he's. How could you possibly game. play that guy now? I'm, I'm done. Like I, I loaded up last <laughs> week, and it was just a complete disaster. Yeah, they, well, they just said that Ken Drake's getting a majority of the uh, carries this week, which I Drake's think we are better. Yeah, yeah I think we already knew Zach that. Zach Zinner might be better at this point. Like, you mad when they gave him? How many carries did David Johnson get last week? I don't know. I got to click the button. Did and you see how slow? Like, I don't no, know. The he one looks like. He looks like he's playing slow motion, like you're playing a video game, and yeah. it's glitching, but the other dude's not glitching. Yeah, the yeah the the one the one signature video clip, like where he you know cu- tries cutting it towards the sideline, cutting like he couldn't, like man, like I, I'm pretty confident all of us on the show could could do that a little quicker than he did, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> See, you didn't, you barely you even must not have watched Crane run through those tires in that one <laughs> final. There is no way those tires were regulation. <laughs> all right uh patriots at eagles 44 and a half point total the paths four point favorites on the road of course the big news is uh jordan howard is out today which means that miles sanders i'm not sure he's going to be the guy because they've already came in and said that jay jay is going to get work today how much we don't know but regardless miles sanders eight one over on fantasy draft poop he's got to be in consideration for cash games because the dude's just going to get a lot of work yeah i mean you know, they're going to mix in these other guys, but at 4.1K uh, on DraftKings and, and 8.1 on Fantasy Draft, you don't need them to get all the work, you know? You just need him to get some of the work and a majority of the work, and I think it's pretty clear he's going to get a majority of the work today. Um, in a matchup that I, it could be better it could be better than people think. I mean, obviously this Patriots defense was phenomenal, but, man, like, you know my go-to is to, to pull up the schedule. And that, that As a Patriots fan, it hurts me, but that schedule to start the year – they played, you know, the worst teams in football the first, like, eight weeks. And then Ravens are a unique situation, and, and they got exposed a little. So I, I, I think that, like, the Patriots defense, I still don't think we really know. You know, they played the, the worst teams and dominated, and then they went up against the Ravens. Very unique situation, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. Like, I don't, there might not be a defense in football that's able to contain him. So this is the first game where I'm kind of, you know, I, I, mean, I kind of like this game in tournaments. Like, Kind of, I kind of like the Eagles to score some points here, and I obviously like the Patriots to score some points here. Um, and it, it's going to be – I think it's going to be mostly passing stuff, so that's great for DFS. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be super popular either, so I think yeah, it's an know, interesting spot. My first read when I looked at this slate was, I think I like Carson Wentz in tournaments. Yeah. I sort of backed off that a little bit. Hearing you say that you think it's going to be through the air kind of gets me a little bit excited. I might go back to a little bit of Mr. Wentz. But as far as cheap quarterbacks go, everybody wants to play these bad dudes. Meanwhile, Wentz is going to go totally unowned in a spot where 
They have JHI, a guy off the street, and Miles Sanders as the guy who's not really built to run the ball 20 times. I don't hate Wentz here. Tony, I see you smirking like you're about to laugh at me, so go ahead. You know I always like the Eagles. I, I, the Eagles are like my team. I, I always love the Eagles. They're cheap. Wentz, I, I think Wentz, I mean, most people don't think this, but I seriously think he's like top three or four quarterback in football. He just – his weapons have been hurt all year long, and they're still they hurt. Still I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, so that that is – I mean, I do think they can shut down some of these bad receivers, but they struggle with the two tight end package, New England. They're going to struggle with Miles Sanders, who's just free. So I think you can play him with Sanders, Ertz, Goddard. Uh, I love all those guys, and I obviously like New England against – I never like New England either, but I love them against this Philly D – they're going to sling it around. James White, like no one's going to play James White. Talk about a great play in tournaments. I just don't think this is the slate for James White. But it, not on like not as like a, just a standalone play, but in a game stack where you're playing a few Philly. I, I love James White. I even like Noodle Arm Brady. I don't hate Brady this week. I don't <laughs> like. I, I feel. I think we all in agreement here where this game. We like the over in this game. It's the pricing too. Like these guys are dirt cheap. And what yeah. about what about Edelman? No one's going to play Edelman, and he's going to go off. Yeah, he's a great play. I think. I think he's a great. Play. Yeah, I mean, you look at like I don't even hate in tournaments. Philip Dorsett, he fits the mold, and you know I always like to attack these Eagles, uh, the Eagles secondary with guys like this, and he fits that mold. Right, Bobby, Bobby, five. He said Carson Wentz is not top twenty. Okay, Bobby, Wentz is not top twenty. I mean, okay. he's no Kyle Allen, that's for sure. There's top 20? Really, there's some really bad quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, he's not <laughs> top 20. I, I almost fell out of the chair. That's a, that's one, that's legendary bad take there. <laughs> okay, so Whew. on the Patriots side, I know you like White. Hoop, do you like anybody on New England? Edelman. I love Edelman every week. I think it's a good matchup for him. I like Sanu. I like Dorsett. I like James White. I, I, I just like every every guy in this game that could potentially catch a pass, I like. I think it's a sneaky game. And the, and the Patriots are without a couple uh, cornerbacks, right? Uh, I can't remember the guy's names, but I mean, they're, they're missing a couple of I mean, pieces. Play, I think that Butler's going to end up shadowing Hurts, right? That's what everybody's assuming at this point. I'd assume Ertz is the guy that tried to to take out a play, yeah, but I think that makes me, Goddard. Like, Goddard, I think, is a great play. Like I, I know that's Tony's guy, and mm-hmm. um, you're looking to give me credit on at least one thing. No, I, I think Goddard's a good play. I, mean, I don't even hate Aguilar. I mean, I like I like Aguilar this week. Man. He's dirt cheap. All, I mean, I he's dirt cheap. All their guys are out. Do. Like he's, he has to get targets. We see it every time this situation arises, and Aguilar's not going to be on. Though I can't think of Aguilar. Without holy cow, I just looked at the time. I don't have time to tell that story. Bengals at Raiders, forty-eight and a half point total. Oakland, eleven and a half point favorites. Um, this one's easy for me, anyways. It's Josh Jacobs. I know some people want to play Tyler Boyd. He sinks. Nobody's going to play J- Joe Mixon because he stinks. Tyrell Williams is going to get some ownership. Tony, Josh Jacobs, he's kind of a lock this week, right? Again, we're talking about another running back that's a lock. Like there's, just, there's only so many spots. It's, it's hard. Yeah, Jacobs, great play again. I heard he, I heard he was graded out as the best running back in football on Pro Football Focus or whatever. Everyone talks about those rankings, which might not be true. But the point is, he's been really good, and he's going against a team that is the worst in football. So, yeah, Jacobs, great play. Waller, great play. And I don't hate Boyd either the other way, and Tate. So I like this is another filler type game for me, where not a game stack, but I can play a few of these guys as like a standalone play. Hoop, I assume you love Jacobs. 
Yeah, Jacob. I mean, man, the Raiders have a thirty team total. A thirty team total. Like Jacobs 12... might be the best play, honestly. Like of running backs, it's a good I play. Agree. Yeah, Raiders are twelve point favorites. I mean, going into the season, I, I would have bet a lot of money on the Raiders never being twelve point favorites. Oh man, yeah. Just played. You like the so. Bengals going into the year too? <laughs> I did. I, 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 I didn't like. I had some optimism. Yeah, dude, you remember me week one? I was like, no, I think the Bengals defense. I he think did. He said, oh, they're gonna they're gonna shut down that ground game. Yeah, they're gonna shut down the. They run. did. They, we, they did week one though. It was against the Seahawks, wasn't it? Carson yeah, completely still got there. He like fell into the end zone a couple times. And That's everybody right. did victory laps, and all that ended up happening was that I said, see, they were really good. They just got unlucky with the touchdown. So I kept with the narrative for two weeks like a dumbass. If you're right, um, Jacobs too, we always talk about this, but. If it's the afternoon and you're like up top on the leaderboard and you don't have Jacobs, you're gonna hate life this afternoon oh, watching Jacobs oh, run against the Bengals. That. You're it's not gonna, gonna be enjoy miserable. that at all. Uh, really quick, it's on the fantasy draft slate. Bears at the Rams, forty point total. The Rams six point favorites. I like nobody in this game. Nobody. Hoop, do you like anybody here? I love Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Wow. All right. Well, that makes one of us. Uh, Tony, do you like anybody here? I like the defenses. I, I like the, the Rams D. I love the Rams yeah. D. Especially, like, where you don't really – you never know who to play on D. Like, give yourself a defense at night they, going against Trubisky. That Rams D could go off to win you a tournament tonight. All right, we got to get off here. We got to make way for Dean and two poor guys that have to work with Dean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everybody in the chat. Can you imagine having to work Sunday with Dean? Like, how miserable would that talking be? about the wood, the wood recap show? The, well, yeah, about right. the, limp, gonna, the Limp Biscuit show. Yeah, they're going to get on there, and they're going to talk about Josh Jacobs like they came up with it. We know that where you guys stole the Josh Jacobs take from, okay? Don't get cute. But, uh, yeah, we got to make way for those guys. Thanks, Fantasy Draft, for sponsoring the show. It's been a lot of fun. For Tony, for Hoop, I'm Eric. We'll catch you all later. Peace. Fantasy Bar, six of my favorite plays for you for week 11 over on Yahoo. Got a stud running back. It's a little bit too cheap. A high upside wide receiver in a good spot. What team am I loading up on big time this week? And I have a stud that's going completely overlooked this week. Who are we talking about? Belly up to the Fantasy Bar and find out. Welcome back, guys. Week 11 edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack back here once again in the friendly confines of the Fantasy Bar. Six of my favorite plays for you, as always, fresh off the tap. Pull up that bar stool and let's dive in. Before we look at week 11, let's take a look back at week 10. And pretty solid week here over on Yahoo. Got everybody to double digit fantasy points. Big game there for Aaron Jones. Helped us out. My OJ Howard addiction will continue as he found the end zone. The disappointment here, Drew Brees, of course. Michael Thomas still getting there for us. Brees, definitely disappointment, but don't be afraid to go back to him here this week in DFS. All right, let's dive into week 11, our first play on the board. We're going to go to running back with Leonard Fournette, $23. So a little bit too cheap here. In fact, cheapest price we've had on Leonard Fournette over on Yahoo since early October. So let's take advantage of it, and let's not dwell on that last game. The game kind of got away from them. You saw a lot of Ryquell Armstead there towards the end of the game. So I'm not going to hold that one against him. Outside of that game, been pretty consistent with the touches, the targets, 
everything is there. And I'm not worried about the change to Nick Foles. You know, anything, it's a lateral move from Minshew to Foles, or maybe even a little bit better. And the Colts, yes, fantasy points, they look good. But when you dig a little bit deeper and go to the VVOA, 23rd against the run this season. So, so we have a good matchup here, a very favorable price, and a guy that's not priced like the workhorse that he should be, Leonard Fournette, leading us off here at $23. All right, let's go to the wide receiver position. Promise you a high upside play. We're going Marquise Hollywood Brown, $22. So a lot of combinations here I think are important as far as ownership goes. First of all, you have the questionable tag. A lot of people build lineups early in the week. They don't come back and adjust it. Nobody's going to put him in those lineups. The price, a little bit higher than you'd expect on Hollywood Brown. So sometimes paying a little bit more than the average bear would pay going to make you contrarian. And the lackluster box scores going to help us out as well. No huge games for Hollywood Brown lately. We know the masses want, what have you done for me lately? So it hasn't been a lot there for Marquise Brown. But let's look at this matchup with Houston. I think this is going to be a very fun game to watch. Lamar Jackson against Deshaun Watson going to be must-see TV for me. But and this Houston defense going to be a target for me, specifically that secondary. They just have not been good. A lot of injuries on that defense. They lost J.J. Watt. A lot of pieces in the secondary banged up, but they have not been good against wide receivers. Fifth most fantasy points allowed to that position. They have not been good against passes down the field as well. Eighth most 20-plus yard receptions allowed. That's the bread and butter of Marquise Hollywood Brown, getting behind the defense and making those big plays happen. So I think that's exactly what we're going to get this week. A big play out of him. Big game here. Big stage. I think he's going to shine big time. Huge day here. Hollywood Brown. Pay that $22 price tag and don't think twice about it. All right, let's save you some money, help you pay that price on Brown. Let's go to tight end, minimum price here, Ross Dwelly of the Niners. So George Kittle, as of this recording, doubtful to play. They came out and said he's not going to play. They backtracked on that a little bit. But if you think about it, they're huge home favorites here against Arizona. Next week, huge showdown with the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Would make sense to give George Kittle another week to rest. So I think that's what's going to happen here. That means Ross Dwelly back in our life. Seven targets last week was very encouraging. If we get anything close to that, we'll take it all day long at minimum price. And at this point, anybody can score a touchdown against this Cardinals defense playing tight end. Hell, like it says your mom, your grandma, anybody can line up and score. And I think Ross Dwelly gets it done for us here. Minimum price, lock and load for me against this Cardinals defense. So we like Ross DeWelly. That means we like his quarterback as well. We're going to pair him up with Jimmy Garoppolo, $30. So normally you get receiver, quarterback pairings. We're going to go tight end quarterback here. Garoppolo, last time these two teams played just a couple weeks ago, season high in passing yards. Threw four touchdowns in that game. Was also a season high. And you guessed it, season high in fantasy points as well. Almost 30 fantasy points for Garoppolo in that matchup. And you think about it, this team's been terrible against quarterbacks, so not a shocker that everybody's putting up numbers against them. In fact, nobody has allowed more fantasy production to the position than the Arizona Cardinals. Niners' second-highest projected team total on the slate, surprisingly behind the Oakland Raiders here, but four touchdowns projected here for Jimmy Garoppolo. Through four last game against them, we even get three. Happy with that. But an easy play for me, Jimmy Garoppolo, in a great matchup here with the Arizona Cardinals. All right, moving on. Guess what? We're not done with the Niners. We're going to give you another pairing here, a little trifecta with wide receiver Debo Samuel, $13. So when you have a smash spot like this, it's okay to use multiple pass catchers. And I think people are so tied to just using one 
No issues here using two, especially when they're cheap. Think about it. We get this whole combo for $53, all three of them. So Samuel lock and load for me in all formats. We already mentioned Kittle, likely not playing. Manny Sanders also banged up. Really don't care if he plays or not. If he's out, it makes this play even easier. If he's in, I think all it's going to do is help lower the ownership some here on Debo Samuel. So in play regardless. Last week, season high in receptions, targets, receiving yards. Arizona, we've mentioned, terrible against tight ends, terrible against quarterbacks, not much better against wide receivers. 23rd fantasy points allowed to that position. Debo Samuel really starting to come on here late in the season, $13. Just way too cheap here. Take advantage and plug him in those lineups here in week 11. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play on the slate. But before we do that, guys, need a few things from you. First of all, subscribe to the channel. Then you'll know when the videos are coming out. We've got the FanDuel DraftKings NFL video, this Yahoo video, a couple NBA videos a week. So that helps make life easier. And hit that bell, get notified. Also, you enjoy your time here in the Fantasy Bar. Never going to ask you to send me money, PayPal me money like a lot of these clowns out here. Just want you to hit that thumbs up button, guys. That tells me you're enjoying your time here in the Fantasy Bar and you like stopping by and checking out the videos. And as a thank you, we're going to continue the Beast of the Week contest. Closest guest in fantasy points to my Beast of the Week. Going to win a free week of Roto-Grinders Premium. Gives you access to projections, articles, everything we have on the site. Or if you're already a loyal subscriber, hell, we'll ship you a free Roto-Grinders t-shirt. So, fantasy points in the comment section. Who are we guessing on? Well, let's take a look. My favorite play, you know, Mass, the Beast of the Week. Beast time, and I promised you a stud that's going completely overlooked. We're going to go to the running back position with Ezekiel Elliott, $34 this week's Beast of the Week. So early run of ownership projections really is surprising here. Christian McCaffrey, not surprising he's up there. Dalvin Cook, not surprising he's up there. Very surprised at where Ezekiel Elliott lands. Looks like he's going to be a fraction of the ownership of those two guys. And if you're playing either of those guys, not going to tell you you're doing it wrong, but in tournaments... Sometimes we want to get different. We want guys with a similar ceiling. I think Zeke can provide that here in this matchup. Let's take a look at some of the numbers here. Averaging 26 and a half touches per game over the last month. So we know he's a workhorse. Hell, when you're closing in on 30 touches a week, you're getting it done. Detroit, great matchup here. Bottom three in fantasy points allowed to the running back position. Receiving yards allowed, which we know Zeke, a big part of the receiving game here for Dallas and also touchdowns allowed. Dallas going to be pissed coming off that last game against Minnesota. I think they come
What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 1010 on the East Coast, 710 on the West Coast, 8, wait, hold on, 910 Tennessee time. Of course, it's time for the flagship show here at the here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo and joining me today, get me out of this terrible intro. It's uh, Grant Neifer. What's up, Grant? How's, uh, how's West Coast life? You suck. Yeah, well, you know, hey, we do it. We're doing it live. There's only one take, and that's it. We're just gonna power on through. Pretend like a, you know. But thank you for pointing out my. Uh, this is not my wheelhouse. Like nine o'clock in the morning. This is not when I show. Oh, and you think it's mine? I've been up since five a.m. I got like four hours of sleep last night. Well, why? I have a lot of questions. We probably don't have time for any of them. White claw. Oh, really? Why? It's claw. Because there's no laws. Yeah, ain't no laws when you're drinking. Uh, honestly, like, I just feel so much better in the morning after drinking White Claw. And... No, you don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. I... You don't look it. Oh, no, it's the four hours of sleep because I was working. <laughs> like, I got home and I'm like, well, time to hammer out some lineups for the next three hours. This will be great. And then I, like, yeah, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, gosh, that's a lot of Ryan Th- Finley. What was I thinking last night? Just because it fits the rhyme scheme doesn't mean it's true, Tuttle, as far as the laws and the claws. But uh, you're not on Team Claw, right? Team Truly Blitz. Team Truly. <laughs> That's what I am. I, I just want to have Truly uh, for Life. I want to have hard seltzer on tap at my place. It's not good, man. I haven't no, I haven't had a truly it? since that Swolecast show. Well, that's because you got truly drunk that Swolecast. Yeah, it's <laughs> not good stuff. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Uh, good time to mention the sponsor. <laughs> What's up, Yahoo? Yahoo is sponsoring the show today, and uh, no, it's you think not Yahoo will make a hard seltzer at some point. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a free will going down today. You guys, if you're not aware, if you're not premium members, you can check out. Uh, it is free. It was free yesterday. It's free today, as far as the lineup HQ specific to Yahoo. Uh, we'll do a little screen share. We'll show you that goes down later on in the show. Sure, why not? Show the people, but. Uh, and Devin, D-Train, our fabulous multitasking producer, is going to go ahead and drop a link in chat for you guys so you can take a look at it as well. Free roll, you can enter up to 150 lineups. You use our lineup HQ to do so. It's not very difficult. I'm terrible at uh, – I should – there was a big pause there. I meant to seamlessly go to the next word. I, I'm not good at, like, figuring out these technological things, but I figured it out. It's not that tricky. Um, yeah, so you can make yourself 150 lineups in a free roll. It's good times. Uh, I believe it's a $2,500 free roll. We had one for basketball not too long ago, or the one Brit Devine finished like the top ten or so. Let's not let that happen once again. Let's uh, let the people out there. I know, for real. But uh, you know, it actually kind of sort of makes sense because I know Brit uh, does work. Uh, I don't know if he actually builds it. I don't think he builds it, but he gives a lot of input on it as far as how to work the, uh, the lineup builder and all the ins and outs of like you know, building groups and things of that sort. If I want to play this guy, I don't want to play that guy, and yada yada yada. It's good stuff. Um, all right. So, yeah, go ahead and get that link. Have at it. Enjoy yourself. 150 lineups uh, you can build on Lineup HQ today for free. Uh, do want to give a shout-out to those that are rocking the RG badge uh, today. Of course, we have to incentivize that. If you all are rocking the RG badge, you finish in the top 10 of certain contests around the industry, you get one month free of RG Premium. Shout-outs are as follows. We got J. Steph Chuck. We got uh, You Bet I Do, too. And J. Hans G. Hans G. Hans Jay Hens G. That's what we're going with. Nailed it. Nailed it. Han Solo. <laughs> Tuttle, um, you know, the three of us, like, maybe I don't know if Tuttle shared his opinion, but myself and Grant, we don't really love this league. We're playing it. I'm, American dollars will be out there, and hopefully uh, 
things work out for American me, but, uh, dollars, it will be out there, and then they will stay out there with someone else's bank. <laughs> it will not be coming not, back. You don't plan on winning any American dollars today, Grant? I mean, I will because I'm the greatest in the world. But okay. no, I don't plan on winning American dollars. How are you going to do that, though? Because, like, g- g- give me the screenshot, the overview. How am I going to do that? I'm going to put lineups in that hopefully get high placement in tournaments well, and in cash games. Sure. I, that's how fantasy football is played. <laughs> Uh, but how do you uh, decide? You're not just clicking buttons, right? How do you decide who uh, lands in your lineup? It's a weird week where, you know, Carolina's kind of chalky. Oakland's got the highest team total on the board. Um, you know, two teams that aren't necessarily the sexiest. Uh, Greg, give, give me the screenshot. Give me the overview as far as the slate. You, you play the cheap guys, and then you play the guys that will get you a ton of points every single week. It's cheap running backs, CMC, Michael Thomas, and then hope you luck out with some cheap wide receivers, tight ends, and if you can play Lamar Jackson. Is that it, Tuttle? Is that did he just basically summer? Is that the show? Should we leave? Yeah, I think we're good to go. All right, see you guys. <laughs> good go good show, fellas. Right, peace out. <laughs> oh Tuttle, gosh, he, this is I just remembered something. Went to a bar, got a white or got a hard seltzer. It was like two point five percent alcohol. I'm like, why would people drink these things? Just drink a Lacroix. There is probably an equal amount of alcohol in, in a LaCroix, and you don't even know it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think you understand how alcohol works. Wasn't like in, incesticides, like, like it wasn't like there's a like, kind of incesticides is that poisonous word. incest? Wasn't there something? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with incest. <laughs> there was. Oh, <laughs> I, I know you have a lot of kids. So we're not going to go with that route. But uh, um, yeah, so seamless segue. Tuttle, what is your screenshot? Is it better or worse than Grant's? Um, probably worse. Okay. I think it's a, actually, I kind of think it's an interesting slate. There's, um, well, interesting slate on any site other than FanDuel, which is basically what it is every week, just because FanDuel doesn't change their salaries. Um, but Yahoo, our sponsor, DraftKings, there's, there's a few more different ways you can go. I, I think at the beginning of the week, what was most interesting to me is that it looked like we were kind of playing Brian Hill with a couple of high-priced running backs because some of these high-priced running backs are in really good spots. And now, now that we have Miles Sanders to, to think about as well, it, it kind of seems like we might be doing the more – play two cheap running backs and go a little bit higher price at wide receiver approach, which the approach has kind of changed throughout the week. Um, so I, I don't know. It's interesting. I do think there's a couple different ways to go. Um, so we'll see what uh, I guess your guys' thoughts on it are. Yeah, we'll talk about it. And like, you know, the high price receiver is alert. It's going to be Michael Thomas. <laughs> like that's probably, and it's an interesting conversation. And I have like five or six running backs I like for cash. And of course you can only roster three and it's kind of tricky to figure out. And, you know, we, tend to at least I tend to like to just lock in the stud running backs and just sort of figure it out from there and the other curveball of course is that Manny Sanders can be playing this week Tuttle and what does that do to Debo Samuel and he was one of those value plays all in this week and now you know I'm not that enthused we saw Garoppolo throw more passes last week than he normally throws it's a game where they probably just you know run the ball a ton they're probably going to be ahead what happens to that Debo, Debo Samuel chalk is it gone I think we can still play him. I think I might be in the minority on that. Davis Maddock before the show was trying to talk me into playing Kenny Stills over Devo, and I'm I'm still Team Devo. I don't I don't see the appeal for Kenny Stills personally. Um, I think Devo is still one of the top kind of cheap receivers available, so I'm still fine. 
playing him in cash on uh, DraftKings on Yahoo. I think he's okay as well. I don't know if he's absolutely necessary, especially if you go the the play Miles Sanders and Brian Hill in cash, then you don't have to play Debo. But I, I still think Debo's fine. Devontae Parker is really cheap on Yahoo, which I don't feel good about, but he is. He's like 12 bucks or something like that over there. D.D. Westbrook's another one of those guys that's kind of popping for me as well, and I'm not really sure what to do as far as him. Of course, he's got Foles back this week. Uh, Grant, all right, let's break it down. Let's dive in, uh, dive in and kind of talk about, it. of course, your position, a position here. Uh, Grant, it's for me, uh, especially from a cash game perspective, it's either all the way up or all the way down. Uh, I'm not necessarily – it's that's the way a lot of the decisions are, again, as far as if you want to get the two cheap running backs or two expensive running backs. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I, I make more than one iteration as far as my cash lineup. So I'll roll out like three or so or something like that. And these are some of the decisions I'm kind of juggling back and forth. LJax grant is awesome. He's an RB two, also a quarterback, uh, in this game to shoot out here against the, against he's an RB one and a quarterback. Well, yeah, I guess I didn't mean to slight him, I suppose, but, uh, he's awesome. Uh, you know, but he's super expensive with the world of a salary cap and how much you're prioritizing. Right. There's a salary cap. You, you can't just click. By buttons. the way, I couldn't. Yeah. When you said incesticide, yeah. I'm trying to figure. I'm like that. That has to be a word. That Is has it? to be a word. No, you were thinking of insecticide. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of like like a pest. Wasn't like pest stuff that like there was inside insecticide, the insecticide, uh, not yeah. incesticide. Well, incesticide we we is really a, should not rehash this. You, yeah, that was a incesticide bad is an album by Nirvana. You, yeah, you Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just did. <laughs> that was on like the sub pop uh, before they really broke or something like that. But uh, yeah, I remember that actually. Uh, well, got a little flashback there, in Nirvana. Uh, Grant, talk to me about LJX. Dude is good. Dude is expensive. Dude is worth playing. Um, it's going to be a high-scoring, high-paced, high-everything matchup here. It's a perfect spot for him to put up 100 yards rushing. Like, he's just very good, and he hasn't always needed to do a whole lot. He's going to need to do a whole lot here. So we're probably going to see a pretty big game from him. Like, I am going to have a whole lot of him today, and I just don't see any other way around it. There's three big spend-ups, so all this slate is is trying to figure out which value is going to hit. And I think there is some decent value spots, but at quarterback, Lamar Jackson is far and away my favorite choice. Outside of him, like, yeah, you can pay down for Kyle Allen. He's in a good spot going up against Atlanta, but really has not been a guy that puts up big outings. There's a decent chance that they just run the ball with CMC a lot. A lot of his targets are very shallow, and he's not really the highest – like completion percentage guys. So Chuck Kyle Allen, when he may only get one touchdown in 250 yards is not really the greatest idea in the world. I'm largely, you can go there and cash, but I'm largely going to avoid him. I think you're better off pivoting to some other guys. I mean, what are the odds that Jeff Driscoll or Ryan Finley outscore Kyle Allen? They're actually not terrible. Which oh, is, I'm playing some Driscoll. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> because the aforementioned we live in the world of a salary cap and uh yeah Tuttle, i'm curious your, your thoughts on this as far as cash and you know obviously it differs per site i would just say in, in fandle it's really really easy to get ljax in, in cash play ljax in cash i assume you confirm that yes confirmed yeah but then on like yahoo and on uh, D, uh, dk you know allen's really cheap driscoll's much cheaper driscoll's in a dome uh you know he's go he's got decent weapons around him he's super cheap he has, I'm not going to say he has wheels, but he's capable of being mobile and like running for 20 yards. Uh, so that's something. 
And that's not ideal, but it's better than nothing. It's more, he's more mobile than Matt Ryan. There's a rousing endorsement. Uh, it, for me, I'm juggling as far as cash between those three, uh, different kind of builds. As far as Allen, as far as Jackson, as far as Driscoll, is that kind of what you're doing as well too? Are you set on one? Are you still kind of figuring things out or what? I don't know if I would throw Driscoll in the cash game mix. I think uh, <laughs> I get it. I think I'm going to avoid that one. I, I mean, I, 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 there's plenty of ways he, he gets there today. Um, but I'm, I don't think I'm touching that in cash. Um, I, I do want to get to Lamar Jackson. I really do. And I, I do think it's possible. Uh, but again, some of that is your comfort level on some of these cheaper guys. I think, I think most everybody's in agreement that, that Brian Hills a really good play. Um, Miles Sanders, I think, is also a strong play, but possibly a little bit more thin. Um, and then, again, it, it kind of comes down to if you want to play a cheap receiver or not. But I, I do think Lamar Jackson is the guy that you want to get to in cash. Um, but, yeah, if saving, then I'm in agreement that you're, you're looking at, like, a Kyle Allen on, on DraftKings. Um, Yahoo is a little bit different. Lamar Jackson is really expensive there. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm okay not getting up to Lamar there. You mentioned Josh Allen and passing on Yahoo. He is cheaper there, or at least the gap between him and, and Lamar Jackson is a little bit greater than some of the other sites. Makes it a little, a little bit more worthwhile. So like on Yahoo, I would play like a Josh Allen over a, a Kyle Allen there. There's only a three dollar difference. I would much prefer playing Josh Allen for that three dollar difference. Um, so, yeah, it, it depends on which site you're playing on, but in in a, kind of in a vacuum, Lamar Jackson's the guy that you want. What about the guys in the middle there, Grant? What about them? Well, who's popping? <laughs> and by the way, as we're having this conversation, let's do a little screen share. We'll show the people as far as what's going down in the lineup HQ. We have the ownership percentage in here. The uh, Well, we can, uh, we'll can we show it. We'll describe it later. But, Grant, feel free to talk about guys in the middle, and I guess you're not enthused about it? Uh, not really. I mean, just looking at them. Like Derek Carr is probably the guy that I have the most interest in, which everyone else probably has the most interest in too. He's going up against Cincinnati. Nice team total on the board, I believe. Um, like Nick Foles, I guess would be another guy that I'm looking at. We haven't really seen him in, at all in this offense, but he's a guy that can get the ball out quickly. He can have a high volume of passes going up against a team that uh, just does, doesn't really give up a whole lot to wide receivers is the problem. So, in the middle, like there's, it, it's Foles, it's Carr, it's maybe Winston, maybe Josh Allen going up against Miami if the game scripts. Like they've been playing good enough lately that this game could be close. And he didn't have the greatest game in the world last time they played against Miami, but he still ended up with 21 points. We still haven't seen a massive upside from him, game from him. He hasn't had more than 45 rushing yards all season long. And this was a guy that was consistently getting a hundred rushing yards last year. Yes. They probably changed the offense a bit to make him run the ball less, but Miami is a perfect spot because they just still aren't a very good offense or I mean a very good defense. Like you can pay up for breeze. You can pay up for Watson too, but mm -hmm. like, the chances of that really paying off in comparison to Jackson are not great. Like I, I just, I don't like quarterback. It's basically just who am I pairing my wide receivers with instead of who am I pairing my quarterback with this week? Nothing really popping too hard as far as the ownership percentage. It's kind of the way it is as far as quarterbacks as of right now. Of course, these are tinkered all the way up the lock. We're seeing what Kyle Allen at 15%, L. Jacks at 13%, Dan Breeze and Winston, Ryan, Allen, Carr, Driscoll at five. I think Driscoll's going to get a little higher than five. Maybe it's just me. I'm in my little bubble, I suppose. But yeah, I think I think you're in, the, in your bubble there. Am I? <laughs> I, think, I think a little bit, yeah. 
right. I, I like Watson for tournaments too. Uh, I saw, you know, speaking of ownership, ownership guru, one Chris Jamino, I saw him working in chat as well. And he does a great job with some of the write-ups as well. And he was, he pointed out that these guys have not faced each other, L Jackson Watson since Collins. And that game shot out for what it's worth. Um, probably not much, probably a fun game to watch. Louisville versus Clemson. That's not right. Sure. Why not? Let's go with that. Uh, is there any other thoughts here, Tuttle, as far as uh, quarterbacks, or shall we have the, the running back conversation, which is a little bit more in-depth? I mean, the the main thing with um, – I, I think Deshaun Watson's a fine tournament option, but the main thing is, like, this Baltimore defense is just getting better and better. They're, they're secondary. If you look at, it, look at it on paper, it's just ridiculous now that Jimmy Smith is back healthy. They got Marcus Peters. They still got Marlon Humphrey there. So their secondary is really good. Um I'm expecting a competitive game, but I also wouldn't be all that surprised if, if Baltimore just train wrecked Houston here. Um, and, wow. and we, we know they like to run the ball too, uh, Baltimore, obviously. So they, they could control the pace in this one pretty easily, I think. So, so again, I like, I think Watson's, you know, a fine tournament play, but I'm, I think I'm a little bit more, more skeptical on him than, than most people. A little bit of the conversation as far as running backs, because yeah, Chalky Brian Hill, is expected to have you know a ton of value because again he's the last running back standing there for Atlanta. Uh, Jacobs well positioned against Cincinnati, massive total, you know big favorite. That's exactly what you want. And also he's good catching the ball a little bit more these days as well too. CMC just the absolute nuts week in and week out. Cook against Denver, not a big total in that game, but again positioned uh, you know at home in the dome, big favorite there against the Broncos. Uh, you talked about Miles Sanders uh, opening up there for Philly because. You know, Jordan Howard's not going to give it a go. They signed Jay Ajayi. I don't think Ajayi gets much run. He'll be in a uniform, allegedly. But uh, I, I guess he knows the playbook, doesn't he? Why well, hasn't changed in like four years? I don't know. When was the last time Jay Ajayi was in Philadelphia? Three years? Two years? I don't know. It couldn't have been more than two. All right. But he's not going to play much, right? We don't know that. I mean, we saw multiple guys this season come into a team and just immediately take the brown the workload. Look at Drake. I mean, well, he was actually playing football. <laughs> we, we don't know. His... I mean, it's, it's not like a, another position where, oh, he has to be throwing the ball. Oh, he has to be doing this. Like, he's a running back. He runs the ball. All right. Okay, so Jay Ajayi. It was also is, last year he was on Philly, by the way. Is Jay, is Jay Ajayi going to be in uniform going to deter you from rostering a guy like Miles Sanders? No. No. It's, so <laughs> why are we having this conversation? <laughs> I mean, well, it gives more merit to fading him in tournaments where he's probably going to come in at high ownership. But it didn't. You just said it's not going to deter you. I mean, yeah, but I'm dumb. (laughs) Okay. Like, I I, I hate this. Like, it's just turning into another chalk week where I play Hill, where I play Sanders, and where I play McCaffrey, and then just call myself good. There is merit to playing other guys, including Josh Jacobs is an absolute smash play, but... It, it, it's really just those four running backs that I want to play. Like, and I hate it this week. If you're looking for some off the board plays, I mean, you got Singletary going up against Miami, who he can absolutely crush that. Value. He's not going to get nearly the ownership. We got Tevin Coleman, who's probably going to garner a decent amount of ownership, but there's no guarantee that he ends up getting the brunt of the workload there. I mean, we got tons of running backs in that offense. They may pass the ball a lot. Like game script favors them being up later on in the game and running the ball, but there's no guarantee that Coleman ends up with a good day here. And so fading him at high ownership, I think is a decent move. Like Ronald Jones, potentially a guy that we could go with like new Orleans is not a terrible matchup. He was heavily involved in the passing game. 
He's been much better in recent weeks. Going with him as a pivot off of Brian Hill isn't the worst idea in the world. Um, McKissick, he's the number one guy in that offense. He's 4,600. He's another potential pivot off of Brian Hill. But all that being said, I'm just playing Sanders, Hill, and McCaffrey, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Jacobs. That's that's pretty much it. So you're doing what everybody's do. doing, right? Like, what, yes, yeah, and I'm going to yeah. lose money. That's why. <laughs> I'll, I'll, maybe, I'll probably just min-cash and 20% of my lineups because I have the exact same ownership as everyone else. And it's just going to be terrible. So hopefully like the only way that I end up smashing here is if my value wide receivers end up going off, which I don't have a lot of great options. That That's a conversation I want to have a Tuttle because you kind of hit it up before you know, the, the possibility of rostering two cheap running backs, you know, and then one running back stud <clears throat> with a, uh, you know, with opening up of a, with, with Sanders all of a sudden becoming a thing. Hill was already a thing. And Tuttle, lineup construction is very important. And I'm going to say this. I trust the cheap running backs today more than I trust the cheap receivers. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, and I think that's why you'll see that probably be the more popular construction, um, which gives you some really good plays that are going to come in really low own at the running back position. Uh, we haven't even talked about Zeke Elliott yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't talked about Alvin Kamara. I, I know last week myself, I was like, hey, Alvin Kamara, there's no need to run him because they have Latavius Murray. He showed he's fine. Kamara still saw about 80% of the snaps, did not perform very well, but that's in our favor. Um, if he's going to be on the field that much, he's going to probably trend more towards 15 to 20 touches, which is great for him, uh, especially against the Tampa Bay defense. Tampa Bay is obviously really good. Uh, defending the run, but we know we like Kamara as a pass catcher. He had 10 targets last week, caught eight of them. So Kamara is one of my favorite tournament options. Zeke's one of my favorite tournament options. Uh, Zeke will be higher owned on a site like FanDuel where he's actually pretty cheap. He's only 8,400. DraftKings, he's a little bit more hard, uh, a little bit more difficult to fit into your lineup. So I would expect him to be to be lower owned there. Um, but yeah, there's some really good tournament options at the running back position because I do think we'll see a, a fairly heavy concentration on pretty much all the guys that Grant just mentioned. Yeah, not to give away the cash build per se, but like you're you're playing two cheap running backs. Uh, CMC is supposed to be a lock in cash, but like Jacobs feels like a lock in cash too. How, how do you figure out who do you want between CMC and Jacobs as, as your quote unquote big spend? Even though Jacobs isn't really a big spend. Yeah, it varies by site again too. Um, FanDuel, again, Jacobs is more expensive, so he's not popping as as, uh, as great of a value. Uh, DraftKings, I, I think you can see the, the line of construction on DraftKings where you choose one of the cheap running backs and then go CMC and Jacobs because Jacobs is still pretty uh, kind of middle middle ground in pricing there. Yeah. Um, I will say on FanDuel, I, I saw a comment in the, our chat, I will say on FanDuel, the pricing is so soft, you don't need two cheap running backs. That's more of a DraftKings thing. That's more of a Yahoo thing. FanDuel, yeah. FanDuel pricing is so cheap. So I, I saw the comment, like, why don't I have Miles Sanders tagged as a cash game option on FanDuel? It's because I think Brian Hill is the better option, and you only need one of the two on FanDuel. And then Fournette, you know, Coleman, Elliot, we mentioned passing. Kamara is another guy that's going to have, you know, not – you know, too high of ownership, but we don't have to balage. Thankfully he's there, but it's, it feels so unnecessary. Don't uh, balage. Yeah. Never balage. Never go full balage. Uh, Mac, whatever, dude. I, I like, I like running backs that catch the football. Um, that's just, maybe that's a bit of a hang up on my end. Is, is there anybody, Lev Bell's got three things. He's been, he, it's never been Lev Bell season. He's been bad all year. He, like week one, I think he was good. He's got three things. 
Uh, he had the fish. He's not feeling particularly well. He's got like a knee, and I think he has like an elbow or something. I can't play. When you have three things, I can't. He has play. a head, a shoulders, knees, toes. He's got all of them. Yeah, and uh, he's... shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> what made you think of singing that song? Tuttle? He's got nine kids. Know. Like you think he's never sang that song before? <laughs> Eyes and ears. What do you have, Grant, here as far as, I mean, you kind of like mentioned some names in passing, but you're just landing on all the chalk running backs. Do you have anybody like less than 10%? I have, I have our ownership projections here pulled up in front of me. And, you know, Hill's got the biggest number. And again, it depends on the site, obviously. I currently have the Yahoo up. Yeah, he was at 50% Hill, 30% McCaffrey, 31 for Cook. Uh, how about this Cook versus Zeke? Does anybody have any hot take on that? I like them both. I don't, I'm not wrong. Okay. Tuttle? Yeah, I, I think Cook's the better play um, in cash. Tournaments, I would go with the, the, the lower-owned option in Zeke. Do we think Sanders just catches a bunch of passes? You very, That's where like, his appeal would be, I think. Yeah, yeah there's I mean, going to be wind in the game, so that'll probably – and New England has a great secondary, so I'd assume he's going to catch a decent amount of balls. Plus, they're without good wide receivers, so – like everything kind of points towards it's either going to be him catching the ball a lot or it's going to be Goddard probably catching the ball a lot. It's not going to be Ertz. I mean, I don't, I don't think I would, I would assume that New England's going to try and shut him down because um, that's what New England does. And with them, like without their star or stud wide receivers, I say stud loosely, but without <laughs> their good wide receivers, um, like they've been, they run a whole lot more two tight end sets. They're probably going to run the ball a decent amount. Like everything that they've been doing recently, or they they did without uh, Jackson there and Jeffrey's out at today, right? I just want to confirm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a long morning. Um, but yeah, without them in there, like, what are they going to do? They're going to run the ball, and they're going to pass to Goddard, to Ertz to Sanders like that's the entire game screw unless New England just tries to force them entirely to do something else that's what they have to do and all those guys are too cheap so Sanders is going to do a whole lot today and I'm just going to eat the massive amount of chalk although we currently have him at 16 percent I don't see how that can be true like it's got to be higher than that right you're moving the needle right now Grant I'm sure Jamino's listening and he's uh, adjusting on the fly uh Yahoo specific by the way Aguilar is 10 bucks. He's the floor. Uh, and uh, Goddard is 10 bucks. He's the floor. And Sanders is $12. Two bucks Ma- what about Jordan Matthews? I don't know. What about JJ Arthega Whiteside? <laughs> they're probably $10 too, but I, they're not on my list. <laughs> I just target I mean, games for those guys. Yeah. I don't want to have too many Eagles, but, and then like the Patriots have like the nut secondary, right? Like does PFF still have like three dudes in the top five or whatever it is. It's silly. Uh, as far as the weather, I pulled it up. We're off of a weather report for uh, let's get it in the fly here. I was Grant referenced it, so let's uh, see what he was talking about because I missed this, I wasn't aware of it. And I'm just saying words because I'm buying time to get to the page. All right, uh, so I'll talk about sub 10% on running backs. The question you asked like 10 minutes ago, I already mentioned Ronald Jones and Singletary. Um, we currently have Mac at very low ownership here going up against Jacksonville, yeah, not a very good running team. And I know that you like to have running backs that catch passes, but it doesn't really matter when you go for 175 yards and two touchdowns. Which well, it's not Derrick had. Henry. I mean, he pretty much is Derrick Henry. Like Poor man. It's, well, I mean, they have no really good wide receivers. They run the ball a lot, and their running back doesn't catch the ball a whole lot. Like, 
this is kind of he is kind of Derrick Henry. So he very well could go for a massive game here at low ownership because, like, why would they play him when they can pay $500 more and get Josh Jacobs in their lineup? Yeah. Well, that's, is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> that's, that's what people think, but this is football. This is sports. This is yeah. something with a large amount of variance. So suck it, Dean. Uh, let's see. We're expecting 10 to 15 mile an hour winds apparently in Philadelphia. That's nothing too crazy. Uh, 40 degrees essentially more or less as well too, for what it's worth. But uh, there's a lower end chance of showers. Ross weather report. Of course, I suspect he will update that at some point prior to lock as well. Uh, Tuttle, anything else to say as far as running backs? Um, I do, do not. Have a Sam so. take? Do I have a what? A Sam Fran, like Mozart versus a uh, versus Coleman. Yeah, I mean, Coleman's going to be the guy. It's just to, to what extent is the question. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see like a 60, 60%, 65% rush share yeah. for him, which is pretty solid if you're, if you're considering it's the team with the highest rush rate in the league. Um, and Wilson highest, is also lurking too. They're, like, they're just three guys, which is it's annoying. Highest rush rate in the league, and they're probably going to run the most plays of any team on the slate. Like their their uh, their defense is probably going to shut down Arizona. Arizona goes at the highest pace in the league. San Francisco goes at a decent pace, and they're going to be on the field a whole lot more. So, like, yeah, he could still get a ton of rushes. But I just hate playing San Francisco running backs because it always just kills me. <laughs> I'm just I'm, what what's David Johnson's ownership going to be today? Like point zero. <laughs> <laughs> his ownership will be higher than his fantasy points at zero. Oh my gosh, David Johnson! What happened? The fall from grace. <laughs> oh, there's no. I, I set a reminder for next year before my draft, yeah, not to draft him because I've drafted him every year for the You've last. Already set this reminder? Yes. Well, I set the reminder after he went for negative point five points like <laughs> twice. <laughs> I saw um, one of my old buddies, old Laffy D, uh, sent out a tweet saying about how, how poor or how bad uh, Kalen Balaj has played. Yeah. And Balaj at the time had was only beating one guy in breakaway rate per pro football focus. <laughs> oh, no. And it was David Johnson. <laughs> and I'm sure you saw that clip of him, like, you know, moving like an 80-year-old or something out. He just looks. Oh, yeah. What happened to him, man? It's, he was so good. Yeah. I hope he recovers. Hopefully it's just the one that, you know, it's just a seasonal deal to get back next year. But uh, that's I want to like him, but he's cost me so much money. Like I, such a ridiculous amount of money. I think I cashed the lineup with him last week, by the way, which is like both like good and like, it's like, I don't think I've cashed him. a lineup with him all year and I play a ton of him. <laughs> like he is single handedly responsible for probably all my losses. Like, I think it's only lineups with him in it that have lost. And I think that's the majority of my lineups this year. The definition of insanity, Grant, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting. I'm not playing results. him this week. No, well, all right. Get the chalk. We're Bart Simpson in the chalkboard, right? Uh, receivers. Michael Thomas. Like, I, uh, I was talking to DBR today. Uh, humble brag. Uh, he, what was his Oh, look at me. I like to talk to our boss. <laughs> yeah, he, he said something bad about user Grant, but we probably shouldn't discuss it on air. Um, 107 was like the total uh, as far as his yards. How does he not just go nuts versus Tampa Bay secondary? Like he crushes, right? And he gets all the share in the world. Biggest share, uh, you know, for receivers, uh, you know, amongst all the targets there. Like how, how is Thomas just not the absolute nuts? He is the absolute nuts. He's okay. going, like you're getting 
27 points. And the reason why strategy is the way it is, is because I think there is some value um, that can be had. I mean, I know you want to talk about the top end receivers, but looking at the bottom, we still have Debo Samuels, who's still probably going to get a decent amount of targets in this offense. We talk about Sanders playing probably ruins his value, but Peterson, I'm guessing, will be on him. And Sanders or Samuel is 4K. He's going to get a decent volume of target because they're going to run so many plays. So he's still at 4K. We got Westbrook, which we don't know exactly how Foles is going to do in this offense. But if I remember correctly, everyone just got so darn excited about playing TD Westbrook every single week with Foles in this offense. The slot. Yeah. And then, all right, Foles is out. Now let's completely forget about him. He's sub 10% ownership at 4.5K in an offense where, or going up against a defense that is weaker against a slot. Um, gosh, stop telling me to restart my computer, computer. Um, we got Devontae Parker, who's the de facto number one wide receiver in that offense. He's got to get a high volume of target. We got Auden Tate, who could potentially go off for a massive game, or Erickson, both incredibly cheap here. We got guys like Russell Gage, who's incredibly cheap. Alan Hearns, which apparently the Dolphins think is their future. <laughs> Ridiculous to me. Dude, Alan Hearns, Hearns is going to win somebody a million dollars today. <laughs> yeah, he's probably going to win. Dollars. Yeah, that's exactly who's he's going to win himself a million dollars by playing one game that they're paying him a million dollars. Good for him, man. Keep yeah. catching them jets. I, I will say he was the guy. Everybody thought it was going to be Kenny Stills. Uh, Hearns was the guy that saw the biggest uptick in, in playing time by far. Well, Wilson, you're week. talking about right? Yeah, Albert Wilson. My bad. Al- yeah. Everybody thought it was going to be uh, Albert Wilson, but uh, Hearns ran around on 38 of 41. Fitzpatrick dropbacks last week. Uh, he was the guy that benefited the most uh, with uh, Preston Williams out. Yeah, I, I bought the Wilson shares, and that didn't go well for your boy. It was not a good week for me. You know, a good thing in DFS, like you just uh, it's a, once the week's over, yeah, bust out the extra sketch, shake it up, and it's, you're all back to zero once again. Um, because last week did not go well for your boy. And it, you know, it hasn't been like I played David Johnson every single week, but I played him last week uh, too much because he was cheap. Uh, all right. Give me your favorite pivot to Tuttle off of Thomas at the top as far as big-name receivers. Who's your favorite big spend that has the best chance of beating Michael Thomas? Um, I'm going to go with the guys in Tampa Bay. That's well, a smart move. One of them you outscores can't take guys. The guys. The guys. <laughs> no, you can't. It doesn't work that way. Dean, my favorite pivots are Mike Evans and Godwin. Yes. Okay, but which, which is your favorite amongst those two? I have a slight lean towards Evans, but it's a slight lean, and just because he's been consistently getting a higher volume of targets recently, and he's been the guy putting up big games, which inevitably end up with me rostering a lot of Evans and it being Godwin because that's how things work in my life. They might be – I mean, they're, it's not like they're cheap, but they might be cheap enough where you could play or pair both – with Jameis, run it back with Kamara. I've been looking at some game stacks that way that I like quite a bit. Title, this Debo Samuel's bad chalk now, right? I think it's bad chalk. Do you think he's going to be chalky? Tell me tell me who you're going to play over him. People were married to him all Gage. On <laughs> okay, yeah, if you're using Gage, then no, he's not bad chalk. Not Gage <laughs> is like a horrendous play, but why? why Gage why, is horrendous. Why no, is I'm he saying not that? Play. No, I, I said not that Gage is a horrendous. Play. Oh, okay, I got uh, you. Oh, yeah. I'm saying if, if I'm saying if that's your preferred pivot off of Debo, then how can Debo be bad chalk? He might get. 
I like Westbrook a good bit. You know, of course, if I have the money, I want DJ Moore in the mid tier, but with a more of a salary cap. But I like him. You know, against Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, positions. if I had two, if I had nineteen hundred dollars more too, I would play DJ Moore over Debo Samuel. You wanna, you wanna take the field against Michael Thomas? <laughs> Just give me all the Tampa. Of course, one of yeah. the Tampa receivers is a shot. Uh, I don't know which one. Is one of them the- will. One of them has outscored Thomas pretty much every single week outside of last week. They, yeah, I mean. There's always been one that goes absolutely nuts. Didn't happen last week. Didn't really happen week one. Besides that, in the middle, uh, they uh, one of those two had an eruption week, if nothing else. Uh, I, as far as other guys in the mid-tier, I don't mind John Brown, the, who's been ridiculously consistent, but he hasn't had like that big like ceiling game, which is so weird. Like You cover up a name, and you'd never anticipate that would be his game log coming into the season. Um, you know, McLaurin is well-positioned against the terrible McLaurin. Jets. McLaurin. Uh, a terrible jet secondary, but of course his quarterback uh, has looked inept. Uh, he's young. He still they have shower. They have shower together though. Well, but how does done. showering help you throw football? I mean, did you assume that in the NFL they just stop showering? Well, also the quarterback is do they shower? The quarterbacks and the receiver shower. It's a big locker room. There's a lot of guys. They're probably they can be thirty feet away from each other. How does wow, that that's a lot of feet. It's not like at some point they're going to walk that thirty feet. They don't just stay in a corner. All right, no one move. Until, and then we leave one at a time in an orderly fashion. I presume the linemen shower with the linemen. Is that not a fair assessment? Like, I don't, I haven't thought about it too much. I but... assume that no one showers with Nick Foles out of inadequacy. <laughs> I would, you got to turn your back and just feel in your head in shame. And you got to yeah, give him like a three foot button buffer until he, tur- unless he turns. <laughs> Did you just say three foot penis on air? What? What just happened <laughs> to this show? Um, do you have like a cheap, like a low, a low price uh, receiver, uh, Grant? You know, maybe you're, you're throwing a dart at. Yeah, it's it? not like I already mentioned them four times. Auden Tate. That's the first you, time you mentioned Auden Tate. No, it's not. At the very beginning of wide receivers, I said yes. You want to talk about high price wide receivers? You read with Auden Tate. Auden Tate, Gage, and uh, Erickson. And there was and D.D. Westbrook. I already mentioned low price wide receivers at the very beginning of this segment. Okay. Who are you, man going and not paying attention at all? God forbid you repeat yourself on the show. Somebody just I've repeated myself this. twice with those guys. <laughs> Tunnel, can, can you answer uh, just to say something you haven't said yet? I don't want to set you up for a question you've already answered. Um, I've been mostly sarcastic about Alan Hearns. <laughs> but I I don't think he's that bad of a play. Like if you're look if you're large uh, entering uh, large field tournaments, I don't think Alan Hearns is that bad of a play. Like Tre'Davious White's probably going to be on Devonte Parker. We know Hearns is going to be on the field. I don't think he's that bad of a play. Oh, um, you had like two kids last time. You had more than four targets. <laughs> I know. You gotta. It's a forward thinking show, though. You gotta. You gotta think ahead. You gotta. Beat, Hearns beat versus Gage. Oh, I mean, Gage has significantly better floor. They're the same price on DK. I think they're basically the same price on Yahoo as well. Uh, I want to say Hearns is like ten bucks over there, and um, Hearns is a hundred dollars cheaper than Russell Gage on DraftKings. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you need the hundred bucks, sure. But <laughs> um, yeah. other guys that are not going to be owned, um, Saints wide receivers. Traquan Smith is back. Ted Ginn's back. They obviously don't see. Very high target shares, but 
I can see worse in tournaments, especially if you're stacking up that game. Um, throw one of those guys in with the the stack I mentioned earlier. Throw throw the Jameis to Godwin, Evans, bring it back with with Kamara and one of the cheap guys, and who knows? Edelman, he feels really safe, right? I mean, I don't know. Does anybody want to play Edelman? The only one hasn't been on the main slate. It feels like I've been on the main slate for like a month. Like them in Dallas. Like I forgot these teams existed, but like they're playing football. I don't do the showdown slates really. I just kind of dabble for funsies. Um, Which is it? You don't do them or you dabble, Dean? You're giving us con- con- uh, yeah, I'm very, I'm very confused. It's context clues. I don't like really play them, but I'll just, you know, I'll just, you know, for funsies, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll just fire just, you know, just if I'm watching the game or whatever. Oh, gosh, this word, it's going to bother me. What's that word? What can not conflicting views like contra- contradictory? In- that's that's the word I was like, gosh, incest. That, that is a that is a pretty hard word. That was the name of the Nirvana album, which, by the way, that's probably what because I had yeah. It's not like we talked about that like a half hour ago, Dean. <laughs> well, you know, so, the, the theme of the show is repeating yourself. <laughs> so Edelman's Edelman's expensive. Yeah, but when he catches ten passes, solid analysis there, Tuttle. He is like he's, he's he expensive. Absolutely is, but can he get thirty points? Sure. Yes, he can. Like. It, it, on DK, it makes a little bit more sense. Um, like if he gets a hundred yards, which Edelman could absolutely do, he can get a hundred yards. He can get two touchdowns. He's not a guy you think of as a high ceiling guy, but really, he is just because of the sheer volume of targets going up against the worst secondaries in the league. He could absolutely go off, and no one is going to play him. I would assume. Hey, just who likes a tight end? Anybody like a tight end? I, I I like a lot of tight end. Oh yeah, we probably should. Get... Football related tight ends. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. Here are some results from the web. Oh. What? Were we just about to get to (laughs) What showed up? Oh, my God. What? What What did I even say? You said something about tight ends. I really hope it was searching for tight ends. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I wonder what what happened. Oh, my God. That was great. Honestly, we are going to be taken over by robots so soon. Oh, Um, so good. Does show us anybody... the phone. Show us the phone. Is it PG? Is it? Yeah. Oh, I missed a call. Um, was it me? Man, Gone called me 38 minutes ago. Does he know I'm on the air? What's, what's yes, he that's doing? why he called you to see if your phone was up, Dean. <laughs> what a big jerk. It's funny. Um, so, uh, can anybody give a rousing endorsement to a tight end playing football today? Jared Cook. Rousing? Rousing endorsement. Cook goes for 20 here. I mean... <laughs> He's uh, he's been like decent this year. He's a guy that a lot of people are high on before the season. He just saw ten targets against Atlanta. It's a similar type matchup going up against Tampa Bay. It's likely going to be high scoring. I think that he go like it's a perfect matchup versus versus Tampa Bay. I love Jared Cook. Outside of him, I mean, everyone's going to play Greg Olson. That's that's kind of dumb. Um, that's analysis right there. Noah Fant, I think, is a decent one. Eric Ebron is a decent one. Waller is obviously Waller. The game script doesn't favor him too much. But like I want him chasing. You want to chase him? I want him chasing. I don't want him like playing with the lead. I mean, how has he done in games so far this season with the lead, Dean? Would you care to would you care Not to well. well? They've won the last two games. They haven't he hasn't done well, correct? They've won the last two games, but they, they were only up by two in the yeah. last game. And then the week before it was fairly close to the entire game. Like, but he's done best in garbage time. Yes, he has. 
So and what are we arguing over? You agree with my point. You know what? You know what? Solid. <laughs> I was solid there. <laughs> you got me good. Um, but Dallas Goddard's probably the best play. Like, he's oh, super no. – why do you say – No, I, I'm probably playing him too, and I'm unhappy about it. That's probably what I'm doing. I mean, he's been good. He's, like, what, since week four, week five? Like, he's been paying off his value. Titans incredibly volatile position. There's not a single good one. You're getting a guy that's pretty much locked in for nine points with a plus matchup that could end up seeing him seeing 20 points. His ownership is probably not nearly high enough. And so Goddard's like Goddard and Cook are the two best plays at tight end on the slate. Who are you excited about Todd will play at tight end? Um <laughs> Greg Olson. <laughs> On oh, FanDuel, man. on FanDuel, Greg Olson, Eric Ebron on DraftKings. I think those are your yeah. kind of top cash options. Um, I have back. this thing where if I play Eric Ebron, he does badly. So you should probably <laughs> play him because I'm not really playing too much of him today. You don't affect the play in the field. Like if you wear a certain shirt. That's or, not true. He see, that's 100% chair, not true. You drink out of a certain false. cup. Like you have no you have no effect in the game. None. Dean, have you heard of the butterfly effect? Yeah, all right. Ashton Horrible Kutcher. movie. Horrible movie, but <laughs> pertinent where you, Ed Dean, have you read the book, The Secret? Yeah, that's the snobbiest question. Have I read the book, The Butterfly Effect? All right. No, the, what the what is the Mensa meeting starts? The, read the book, The Secret, and it's it's not for a high intelligent audience. So it's yeah, not. I think it was on Oprah's book club or something like that, but I don't, I don't think I read it. No. Yeah, I read it on a plane. It took like 30 minutes so people <laughs> feel good about themselves. I read a book and this is going to make me so much better. Gosh. But in any case, positive energy can go out into the universe and help help Dallas Goddard go for 100 yards. But somebody out there, whatever positive energy you're putting on Dallas Goddard or, or Ebron, you're, somebody out there is putting equally negative energy because they have the other side of it. Well, Dean, I don't know if you know this, but I, I have better energy than other people. My chi is perfectly in balance. You got that nature. DDE? Uh, all right. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> oh, I don't. This is not a good idea. <laughs> Nick Foles might have it. <laughs> Alexa will get it for you. I mean, I assume surprise didn't pop up. Uh, Tuttle, tight oh, ends? I did not know that. I mean, <laughs> what is it? M M S D E. I got that. Tuttle. What's up? I, I want to go back to the Darren Waller conversation. <laughs> First, personally. I mean, tell tell me another tight end that actually has like 140 receiving yards at his range of outcomes. Yeah. Okay. I like him for tournaments for sure. I, I just don't think I'll get there in cash. Like if I, I'd love to get there in cash, but again, you know, it's still within the world of a salary cap kind of thing. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, and he's, he, he's not going to be as high owned as he should be. Or I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, and, you're uh, sacrificing playing Lamar, McCaffrey, and Thomas if you play him, which is just ridiculous to do. I still think he's going to have a decent I would say you don't have to sacrifice all three of those guys. To... You sacrifice one, so you're sacrificing a guaranteed 30 points. So when Waller scores 40, he'll be all good. That's Can Mark Andrews like get in the field like more than like 12 plays a game? Does it matter if he does? I mean, I like the key, <laughs> no matter how much energy you're putting into the world, put some energy on the deck, like moving onto the field because, you know, he, 
I think he had like uh, was it was it sixteen routes and like he was targeted on the sixteen routes eight times last week. Um, that's probably not a repeatable. I know there's. I mean, you say that, but we've seen it multiple times before in this offense. Sure, I'm just saying it's he's been super uber efficient, Um, and he's an interesting pairing, I suppose, with L. Jax. Uh, You can also pair him with Hollywood Brown. Um, But uh, I don't know, man. I just and sure he's fine for tournaments. I get it. But I just have a hard time justifying it if he's only going to be in the field with somebody. Now he's been dinged here and there throughout the season as well, and they do have three different tight ends. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's just the way it's going to be for Baltimore. I do want to save some time for questions in the chat. Uh, I'm sure YouTube's got a bunch of questions for us. Devin is always pulling questions from over there. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We do appreciate that. That does help us in the old analytics. We so like your some- season-long questions. You know, you're summoning your sarcasm once again. <laughs> Guys, should I play David Johnson or Kenyon Drake in season long? Kenyon Drake. It's not even a question. Should it's I play Kenyon Drake or Philip Lindsay in season long? Ooh. Or James White. Like, which two of those is three? Full, is it full PP? Why are it's we, half point. Uh, dude, I don't know. Ask Tuttle. It's, nobody cares what your season That's fantasy. who I was asking. You think I want your opinion? Oh, <laughs> fair enough. I love season he was He wasn't giving an answer. I was just I actually want to know. Like, legitimately, I'm trying to figure this out. I've got, like, this is like a $20 league. This is huge money. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still haven't nice. gotten an answer, guys. Just give me an answer. Well, uh, by that, I mean Tuttle. Kenny. Again, who, I want who, who's the question? James White, Philip Lindsay, Kenyon Drake. I got to play two. Is it PPR? It's half point. <laughs> you didn't James, give him any lip. You answered that question twice. James White and Kenyon. All right. Goodbye, Philip Lindsay. Gosh, uh, I, just, hey, I just locked in a massive Philip Lindsay game. Give me 30 seconds on defenses, Tuttle. Um, one defense that I actually think is going to break the slate today, and they're really tough to get, Vikings defense. Yeah. There's 16 bucks on Yahoo, by the way. There's, they're tough to get in on DraftKings specifically, and I really want to, but it's, it's tough. I don't know how to make it work. Are your kids screaming? Yeah, I just try to go on mute. That's, uh, that's my three-year-old there in the background. He has a very, very loud cry. Yeah. Disney Plus gave out or something like that. Um, Grant, what do you have for tournament? What do you have for defenses? For defenses, what about them Atlanta Falcons? They is they are minimum price on our on our sponsor Yahoo. Um, they're going up against Kyle Allen. Everyone's on Kyle Allen and Carolina players. Atlanta actually had a good game versus New Orleans last week, and I think in the last two weeks they have three more sacks than they've had the rest of the season. They're going up against Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Yeah, was it like, it's a, the kids call that a leverage play. Was that like an anomaly or are they going to be, be good? Because nobody really saw that coming against New Orleans, especially in the, in New Orleans. But uh, I do think it's interesting for tournaments, especially, you know, not playing Carolina is one thing, but like playing the Atlanta defense against them is kind of sort of interesting. Uh, I get why you would do that. G- give me your favorite before you knock out some questions, a whole bunch loaded up in chat. So, one of ten of those, but give me your favorite like correlation or game stack play, Grant. Oh gosh. Um, to I, go to tunnel. 
Yeah, go to Tuttle. I'm gonna. It's gonna take a few. You minutes. did not. It's week eleven in the show. You did not anticipate that question. I guess my favorite correlation play is Josh <laughs> Jacobs with a whole bunch of the uh, Bengals passing game. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Oakland defense, but uh, yeah, some people like the Bengals passing game. I get it. Tuttle. Well, they're cheap. So my non-chalky answer is Josh Allen to John Brown. Mm-hmm. And my chalkier one, but I still don't think it's going to be overly owned, is the uh, the Bucks game. Again, I, I really like Alvin Kamara for his price tag and his ownership. Can we talk about the Houston-Baltimore stack options? You're stacking that game up, Tuttle. How do you do it? You are going Lamar. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Again, I'm, sh- I'm shorter on this game than most people. Um think you're going Lamar again Davis was trying to talk me into Kenny Stills I personally don't see it um so yeah you I'll, I'll let Grant answer and Hopkins that well. you're just like lukewarm on Hopkins yeah I'm lukewarm on Hopkins I could see him having a decent game but yeah I'm, I'm lukewarm on the Texans in general so I'm not a great guy to ask about this question Grant you have a thought on this or shall we just move on on the Texans the Houston Baltimore game stack yeah is that something you're you're, you're digging into or what I mean, you could play Jackson along with Hopkins. That's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, th- I think that they actually keep that close, which makes me think i got to play something on the Texan side. But you know me. I'm just the big old Chuck. I play McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, so I can't really fit in Hopkins. Hey, uh, uh, all right, Tuttle, uh, pick one of these two for cash uh, on DK, Miles Sanders or Tevin Coleman. I understand they're different prices. Uh. Say that again, DK Cash. Yeah, Sanders, Miles Sanders versus. So Tevin I Coleman. have all the money in the world. Well, Tevin Coleman. Look, this is all the information I have. <laughs> I mean, if I'm, if I have the money, I'm going Tevin Coleman. I understand. I, I assume they're asking you, like you know, factor in the salary. But if it's not, of course, well, it's I'm Coleman. not going to, and I'm going to take Tevin Coleman. Uh, Grant, I guess somebody's playing like the Thursday through Monday slate. Damian Williams or Brian Hill in Cash. Damian Williams in uh, Mexico on Monday night. What, all the overs on field goals, by the way, it's going to be a 79 yard field goal kicked on Monday night. But go ahead, uh, Grant. I have Hill. I have no idea. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't looked into that game at all. Uh, uh, I honestly don't remember who Kansas City's playing. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't do content for Chargers. the Chargers. Oh gosh, yeah. yes. Oh, the good old. I, I, I just like the kickers in that game. Well, and of course, you know, Casey. Uh, Tuttle, Tufer, Julio, and Jacobs versus CMC and Debo. This is cash. You don't Julio in cash, I assume. Yeah, I'm going CMC and Debo. Uh, Grant, you got Terry, McLock- Terry McLovin versus Thank Keenan you. Allen in cash. Uh, Keenan Allen? What? That's a, I don't know, man. Keenan Allen. <laughs> Who's <laughs> playing all these Monday through Thursday through Monday slates? I did. Why do you have to pick one of those two receivers for cash? I don't get it. Uh, pick one of these. Guys it's it's for- definitely season long questions of day no, one. It answers. says cash. Well, oh, you're saying that, that that's going to throw it off. <laughs> I have season long on. They just add cash. In if there, we type in cash, we'll never see it. <laughs> it really it's working. Looks, it's working. It looks shifty. Yeah, I, I'm Ron Burgundy, man. I'll just read whatever. Uh, pick one of these three total for cash. Uh, DJ Moore. Debo or John Brown? Well, like that's DJ Moore, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. 
Debo's right. not in play. If that that seems to be more of a FanDuel question where they're all kind of in the same price range. Debo's not in play in cash on FanDuel. Uh, the combination of James and Godwin, is that going to be low-owned uh, in tournaments there for you, Grant? James and Godwin? When uh, The quarterback? Jameis? Jameis. Well, dude, his, again, his, it's his, name, it's, his it's, name is Jameis. The question says, yeah. will James Godwin be as – I thought I was being you know, smart, like separating the two, but I forgot you that it was not – You idiot. Yeah, well, you know, you I failed. You idiot. Do you have an answer on that? I'd or rather play Evans. I'm going to do both, you idiot. <laughs> Washington or the, or the Cowgirls defense, uh, Tuttles? I feel like they're framing this question. That's Dallas. Does anybody uh, – the flow chart, uh, Dwelly? Does anybody care about Dwelly? Yeah, saw seven targets. Yeah, Dean, if you want to pay up for Lamar Jackson, Michael Thomas, and Christian McCaffrey, you got to think about Dwelly. Tuttle, can you play three Panthers in cash? I know that's a oh, this is on Fanduel. I don't, you don't do that no. Fanduel, do you? No, I don't. Think not, you, you, do do, you don't play Curtis Samuel on Fanduel. I don't think. Uh, well, CMC and DJ Moore. They probably have more and uh, Olson. CMC probably. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, this is a twofer for you, Tuttle. Jacobs and Gage versus Sanders and Ridley. Sanders, Ridley. Grant, pick one of these two. Dwelly or Goddard for cash? Goddard. I agree. Goddard but I get to – what was that there, Tuttle? Goddard season. <laughs> I, I really wish calling him Joe Dirt would have caught, caught on. Fournette versus Jacobs. Uh, that's an ownership question, I suppose, right, Tuttle? In tournaments, yeah. If, if you're straight up, then it's Jacobs. DK Cash, this is for you, Grant. Matt Ryan and Coleman versus Driscoll and Kamara. Matt Ryan, Coleman. Yeah, those are players I'm not really considering outside of Driscoll, maybe. Uh, Zeke or Dalvin for tournaments there, Tuttle? Zeke in tournaments. Does anybody like the uh, Haskins McLaurin stack? I think McLovin. I'm just playing McLaurin by himself. Yeah, I don't think I need Haskins. I think every Haskins pass that's successful might go to uh, McLaurin. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we have a question from Mangone. What is what is he saying? What's MT slash Leo? What does that even mean? Really. Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas. Leonard, Leonard Fournette, or CMC John Brown. Really, Mangone can't type out Michael Thomas. <laughs> Honestly, what is he okay. doing? Name one other player with the initials MT. Dude, I don't. I, I you was don't know MT is the worst part. <laughs> no, I I could see not knowing like Leo right away. I was but thinking M- the Caffrey. MT, MT is like the most obvious. <laughs> yeah, literally no, name not. one other. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yes, name, name one, one other MT. Well, you know what? Every, next Van Gogh show I go on, I'm going to ask him everything in shorthand. <laughs> I'm literally that. looking through every single player on the slate and cannot find a single MT. Well, he also didn't say or. He didn't separate it either. But let's go ahead and ask the question the title. MT and Leo versus CMC. It, the one thing he writes out is John Brown. Like, thank you for writing out John Brown. I like CMC and Brown. Uh, can you play Jacobs and Mixon for tournaments there, uh, Grant? Jacob and Mixon for tournament. Yes, you can play him. Uh, did want to mention, of course, once again, as far as what's going down with Yahoo today, if you guys are not aware, I'm not sure if the screen share is up or not, but you just click, you know, build 150 lineups. There you go. Have at it. 153 lineups. Uh, lineup HQ is free today. And that that includes, this is on Yahoo, 
Uh, that includes the core plays. That includes the cash game plays. And one, Mr. Tuttle, uh, the as the GP plays. As, he's Sup. on the show. Yeah. Sup. What? <laughs> What's up? I knew him by his real name, Dan. Cam's in chat, by the way, saying Miles Turner. There you go. Take that. Suck it. Touche. It's another MT. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, if this was an NBA show. Well, sure. Yeah. You said name. You didn't specify. You said name one. We got to get a, we got to get away because there's another show coming out, you know, knocking on our door. I believe it's Brit. It's a tip and pick. It's the aforementioned SDL cards. Of course, after that, you guys are free members. Both those guys are premium shows. Uh, we have JSU taking you guys all the way up the lock. Get us out of here strong, Grant. Give me a good take. Um, there's not another guy named Michael Tom- with the initials MT on the slate. And a good take is Jerry Cook goes with 25. Second team. Tuttle, raise it. Um, I'm going to go with the safe one. I'm going to say uh, Alvin Kamara tops 35 DraftKings points. Did you say All the right. safe one? Yeah, that's easy. We got to go, man. We're, we're always we're up against it's the It's better than Alan Hearn scores like 20. You guys can Skype each other and argue about this off air if you want. <laughs> he's Tuttle. He's Grant. Thank you for responding to the show. Again, check out the link. You guys can hit up the, uh, the lineup HQ. Make 150 lineups for free in the free roll. Good luck with that tonight, Devin, our fabulous multitasking producer. Thank you for producing the show. Thank you for dropping the link. I'm Dean. Enjoy your football today. We're out of here. Holler. Peace.